0: Welcome to a special New Year's Eve edition of Second City Sports. We're live, and live in living color right here on Sports Zone Chicago. This is our last show, of 2022. We're gonna make it a great one. I'm your Shirley Sid, the kid. Um, uh, right beside me is my good buddy Miss Lakina McGee. You can follow your Shirley on the Twitter and the IG ck 80 Once again, ck 80 That's S-I-D-K-I-D eight zero. That's S-I-D-K-I-D eight zero.
1: You find my kingdom again on the Twitter and a Kingdom underscore McGee on the IG. Easy for me
0: to say. <laughs> Make sure you download that Sports On Chicago app today. You want to know why? Because we said so. That's why. And also to support our other live shows that we have going on throughout the week. And if you have it to miss any of them, you can go back to listen and watch them at your own leisure, especially during this time of year. A lot of you people have the weekend off to celebrate the holiday season. Just download that Sports On Chicago app today. Speaking of sports on Chicago, you can follow us on all social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Please subscribe to our podcast at War on Anchor. We are available on all podcast platforms, including the iHeartRadio app. And give War Media a follow while you're you're at it at WARR Media. Once again, at War Media on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And thank you very much in advance. for Your support.
1: Like, share, subscribe, and
0: tell your friends. We are unapologetically fun and we have very definite opinions. You yeah, have any definite opinions during our two hour call We call it Sports Talk Radio Show. You can always hit us up in the comment section at Sports on Chicago's Facebook page or Sports on Chicago on YouTube. Type in your questions or comments in the comment section. Lakina will get them up on the screen for you. Before we decide to troll and or do something stupid, I've given Lakina full power to give you fools going into the new year at the Beer Beer Boot. Bye bye. I love when she says that. <laughs> But before we begin, we must remind you that you can now catch Sports on Chicago also available on Roku TV. That's right. So celebrate with the squad, get with the program, and make sure you check out Sports on Chicago now available on Roku TV. If you already have a Roku television, just tap on the sports folder and download Sports on Chicago through that avenue. If you don't have a Roku TV, but you have some handheld devices laying around like your iPad, iPhone, iTouch, your Chromebook, like I'm using right now, or your personal uh computer, like Lakina's like using right now, just download that Roku TV app and access Sports Hell Chicago through that venture. So, celebrate with the squad, no more excuses, get with the program. Sports All Chicago is now on Roku TV, we're available live and on demand 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year.
1: What's up? Good afternoon to you as well. Mm-hmm. And this last show of 2022, I feel like I'll oh, Barbara Walters for a second. We have a video <laughs> show uh, coming your way. Of course, our girl Christine Manica KXRP will be here at 1.30 for our Week 17 picks. Also, to another one of our good friends. She'll be making her debut here. We had her on when we were doing the show podcast. I'll warn me, Casey Standahar. You guys, you might have seen her on the sidelines on you know, Fox Sports 1.00. Uh, as evans wanted to say also cbs sports network she's done some stuff for them with some Big plus, yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know basketball you know volleyball soccer i know she's done a couple of soccer championships conference championships so we'll talk to her also too she runs the social media for chco so we'll we'll cover all avenues with her in just a little bit at one o'clock she's actually joined us for a whole uh one o'clock hour
0: yeah, so that's definitely going to be fun, Lakina. Let's get this party started by discussing the Chicago Bulls and the rest of the NBA at large. Uh, the Bulls will host the Detroit Pistons tonight at the United Center. Uh, I believe they have another game tomorrow at the UC to close out the 2022 calendar year. But let's review the 119 18 113 victory over the Milwaukee Bucks on Wednesday. DeMar DeRozan led all scores with 22 points. Uh, Patrick Patrick Williams had a had a nice game. For the Chicago Bulls, Zach Levine stepped up. Vucevic had some big moments. But Lekina on the flip side for Milwaukee. Giannis Antetokounmpo, a.k.a. the Greek Freak, had 45 for the Milwaukee Bucks. He actually had all scores for both teams uh, in that category. Grayson Allen had 13, but that damn pass, uh, he was <laughs> fouled by Patrick Williams early in the third quarter, yes. and he did that stupid shove into the back of DeMar DeRozan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tempers flair. There was no technical foul that was called. But Lakina, the Bulls uh, flatlined for a while. That's what got Milwaukee the lead, uh, that double-digit lead, that 13-point lead going into the fourth quarter. But the Bulls manned up behind DeMar DeRozan. He had that big steal, which led to that Ayo Dusumu dunk over Giannis to tie the game at the end of regulation. Overtime, Milwaukee had the first couple of buckets, but the Bulls manned up again and came out big on top. The the only thing that bothered me, Lakina, and it's been bothering me all year, two things. And, and our guy, Matt Peck from CHGL, pointed this out on their post-game show on Wednesday. The Bulls gave up 22 offensive rebounds. And number two, they've been inconsistent all year. Lakina, they are 5-8 against sub-500 teams. But unlike last year, this year they're showing up and they're being the, uh, the good teams. They're being Boston twice this year, and now you can add the Milwaukee Bucks twice to their list as well.
1: Yeah, it's sort of one of those things where it's kind of a head scratcher, right? They're five and eight, and so you know, of course, that lost to uh, Houston earlier this week—that definitely could, is without stand, you know, goes without uh, saying. So that that's a interesting uh, little tidbit there. But yeah, I mean, at least at least here, the the cardiac bulls, as are being called, you know, with various uh, folks, you know, they were down by like, like twelve. I look, I thought the game was over. I actually turned turned the game off when I thought. Okay, you know, less than five minutes left. Throw, you know, buckets still up by nine. Then I look them up like, wait, it's a, what? It's overtime, huh? What the heck happened? But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, uh, Isles stepped up, had some big buckets. Zach had some big buckets. Of course, uh, Dragic has some big buckets too for uh for the Bulls. So yeah, it's sort of yeah, weirdo- he had twelve points off the bench yeah. in overtime. Yeah, so uh, that definitely helped them, and in, in that in that sense. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, look, I mean look, this is what you want I mean, you, you know, they need something to kind of get things going. You know, they're 15, 19 right now. They play Detroit tonight. I mean, I know. There have been the updates about the little, the, the little tussle that uh, the magic and the Pistons have, but you know, well, we'll get to that in a second, but a couple of days ago, we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, I mean, you know, there's no reason why the Bulls can't get a little bit of a run here. Just get, get a little bit closer to 500. They can go mm-hmm. from there and look at it. sort of, the schedule set up for them. I know they're going to be a little bit shorthanded tonight, but yeah, they're now two and all against Milwaukee. And you know that whole day with Grace and Allen and and all that, but yeah, that just this is weird. But yeah, I mean, look, they got a tough, tough one against they got a whole home against Cleveland. You know, starting mm-hmm. um, tomorrow, then it goes into Monday, and they got Brooklyn. You know, they're getting they're playing better. Philadelphia, which got flexed out, you know, they're playing better. Utah, so it gets a little bit tougher for the Bulls. This is sort of a way to kind of like get things going to get a little bit of a run going.
0: Yeah, and this is what we've been looking for from this Bulls team all year, Lakina. Can you build on, the, on on these good habits and, and keep it rolling? It, they've been consistently inconsistent all year. Remember last week, Lakina, around this time, we were previewing the, uh, the game against the New York Knicks with DeMar DeRosa to help build the Bulls out of that game. And also, thanks to Jalen Barson missing those two free throws before then as well. But the Bulls were on a three game winning streak. Oh, the. Uh, They play Houston the day after Christmas, no problem, and they end up losing. And Of course, what we talked about just now, they had a big victory against the Milwaukee Bucks. They better come out tonight, excuse the expression, guns blazing against the Pistons. They don't have Cade Cunningham. It's all about Jalen Ivan, the rookie uh, sensation out of Purdue at this point for the Pistons. They should come out guns blazing tonight against the Pistons. Remember what you did against Milwaukee in that fourth quarter in overtime on Wednesday. Add that to a 4.48 minutes. Uh, tonight and you should be good and do the same thing to cleveland i know cleveland is uh, still in the middle of the pack in the eastern conference but they're much better than they were this time last year lakina and they were surprised at the league a year ago so thanks to uh, donovan mitchell for the most part but worry about tonight uh build on these uh good habits against the detroit you, you should blow them out of the uc tonight and we'll take it on from there
1: yeah i think that's going to be the key here Listen, us just a sports on sports on chicago lakina mcgee Sydney brown with you uh it's gonna be interesting, especially with that Detroit game. I mean, I don't know if they have, I don't know if they've had any suspensions from the little tussle that happened between them because I think like all their, uh, most of the pisses and not all their, you know, left the bench. So, uh, you know, that that, that whole thing. Yeah. Kind of
0: <laughs> For those so, of you that don't keep up with today's NBA, uh, if you if you're a player, coaches can leave the bench to break up a tussle. But mm-hmm. if you're a player, even if you don't throw a punch, it doesn't matter if you leave the bench, even one inch of that bench. As Amari Sutter from the old seven playoffs against the Spurs. If you step one inch onto that court, one game suspension, an automatic fine. Just saying.
1: Well, well yeah, that, that's a that, well. I have, I still have my dreams about that, but uh, well, we'll get to that yeah. time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, the whole thing, you know well, we'll get to all that probably after the break. But uh, you know, to close out our Bulls discussion here, but uh, you know, look, I think the Bulls, you know, look, they can get it going. I know people want to trade, you know, play with their trade machines and you know everything else and and whatever and you know all these rumors and such. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. at this point, just let's just cash out let's just get to like to february and see what happens there you want to go ahead and do the whole like you know well we should you know tear it down whatever fine but right now i mean i think look look the the bulls could probably have a better record hat they had not breaking those bad habits it could be like 19 Mm -hmm. and 15 or something like that so i'm not gonna you know i know people i've had to turn off certain you know sports radio shows because they were you know they were kind of getting on my Mm -hmm. nerves with some of their takes but uh Look, I, just, just let's just let's take one step at a time, one game at a time, and see and go from
0: there. All right, you're listening to Second City Sports, a special New Year's Eve, Eve edition on this Friday, December 3rd, here at the right here on Sports on Chicago. We're laughing in the color. Sid Lakina here with you, talking Bulls of the NBA. Lakina, we'll probably have to continue this after the break, but let's get it started with the uh, uh national conversation of the NBA abroad. Will recap some of the games that took place over the last couple of days since we last talked with you guys on Wednesday. Let's go to uh, last night's action Thursday. The Indiana Pacers, though so another surprise team in the NBA this year. They beat the aforementioned uh, Cleveland Cavaliers 135 to 126. Did you check out that dunk by Aaron, uh, by Mr. Uh, Aaron Naismith Aaron last Naismith, night over yeah, Jared saw, Allen, that was nasty.
1: Yes, yeah, I, yeah, I saw a little bit of that. That was actually a pretty uh, – a, a little bit of a tomahawk there for him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you got Cleveland coming from a back-to-back. So, I mean, no, not not, not Cleveland. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, look, I think so, it's going to be interesting for, you know, for Cleveland how they are, especially, you know, tomorrow when they play the Bulls. And, yeah, I think that mm-hmm. they're not going to be in a very good mood after that loss because so, it kind of let some things sort of slip away mm-hmm. there. But, yeah, I mean, it's sort of a uh, – you know, that was – look, once again, the Indiana Pacers are kind of showing you that they're kind of like the breakout team, so we'll see if they can keep it up. Rick Hall got his guys, guys going.
0: Yeah, Tyrese Halliburton led the Pacers with 29 points. He's been a a surprise this year. We saw what he did with Sacramento the last couple years. Of course, he was part of the uh, part of the trade of uh, along with Buddy. He was being sent to. Uh, being s- sent to Indiana in exchange for uh, Damana De- Sabonis last year, who's hurt, by, by the way, for Sacramento. We'll get to them in a moment. But Indiana has been a nice surprise this year. Give Rick Carlisle all the all the credit in the world. And also people wanted uh, Indiana to trade Miles. Uh, sorry, uh, what's his name? Uh, he's blanking on Miles Turner, Miles Turner. Uh, and Buddy Hill for Russell Westbrook. You're not doing that trade now if you're Indiana. You're not. You're right in the middle of the, of the um, uh, playing race. You're not doing that now. I don't think they're ever going to do it, but you're not doing it now.
1: Well, yeah, I think I, yeah, I saw that rumor. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're playing with the trade machines again. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's it sort of, yeah. I mean, you know, he had a, th- you know, I think he he scored. I think like what with like less than like t- less than a minute into the game. I think that was like the sh- like the shortest, you know, I'm not like that was the shortest uh for uh the, the opener. They like, go like three seconds in, so we didn't mm-hmm. he didn't waste any you know talk about not wasting any time with the scoring. But uh, yeah, I mean, but a nice one for uh for the Pacers and such to kind of keep pace in the middle of that pack in the Eastern Conference um the Clippers yeah I mean the Clippers it, it's I I'm starting to figure out like this team I mean they 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 were up big against Boston but then mm-hmm. you know they got a little bit of a you know, themselves got a little, a little bit of a run they beat them 116 110 um of course you know Jason Tatum uh again had 29 also Jalen Brown also had 29 they had some uh you know, the other guys kind of helped out there, too. Marcus Smart had 17 points on the losing side uh, for the Clippers. PG had 24. Uh, you know, Kawhi had 25. But His best
0: game so far this year, Kawhi. <laughs>
1: yeah, but uh, but you know, not a lot of uh, contributions from some of the other guys. I mean, uh, I know Nor- Norman Powell had 19 off the bench, but, mm-hmm. they, you know, unfortunately some of the, the shots, they weren't hitting some of their shots late in the game, and that's what cost them. That's what got the Celtics to pull away.
0: And also, two bosses' defense locked down on the Clippers' uh, two uh, hottest scores in Kawhi and Paul George, too. So, uh, like you said, give Marcus Smart credit. And Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown both have 900 uh, points uh, individually so far this year. I think they're the fourth or fifth duo to do that in, the, in 50 games since uh, the early 80s. I saw that stat this morning. I said, uh, oh, that's crazy. But we said this, this is the best duo in the NBA, and they proved the again last night.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah, we'll see if they can keep it up. The Boston still has the best record as of right now. The Clippers they'll continue their road trip uh, over the weekend. We'll get to that mm-hmm. in a second. So uh, I know we're up against it, but uh, let me see here. One more, one more game, real quick from last night. Uh, the Spurs beat the Knicks, one twenty-two, one fifteen. Keldon Johnson had thirty points leading the way there. This you know, the Knicks lose despite uh, Julius Randle uh forty-one points, a season high for him. So uh, yeah, I mean that that that's look. This is what this is why I said about the Knicks. You know, once they got a little bit of their run, you're starting to see the same you know issues that we saw last year. Giving up big points, the defense not setting up not setting up when they when they could. You know, you saw that game against the Bulls uh, last week. So yeah. now we're starting to see it again. Kind of a repeat of that little performance
0: more nba discussion straight ahead of course we'll get into the uh bears and lions preview whatever that is <laughs> we'll give you our, our keys to the game for, for this upcoming sunday could can the detroit lions uh, hang on to to their to the uh, p- uh playoff spot or could the bears go go up there and a and upset the the uh the blue and silver gang and we'll give you our picks for tomorrow's our uh, college football playoff michigan tcu in Ohio State, in Georgia. Then a whole lot more. You're listening to a special edition of Second City Sports. I'm Sid, that's Lakina. We're live in the living color right here on Sports Zone Chicago.
2: This year, my mom got me the perfect bag for back to school.
3: These colorful binders help me
4: stay organized. These headphones are just what I need for studying.
2: These new sneakers are just what I need for the new year. This jacket is a real must-have. My parents got me the skateboard I wanted. It's pretty cool. These scissors really come in handy in art class. These colored
3: pencils, too. These new socks? They can be a real lifesaver.
5: <sighs> and I finally got my own phone to stay in touch with my mom.
2: Trish is having a sleepover tonight. Can I go? I wonder about Lucy's friends. What should I say? I know you're only ten. But one of these days, a friend will offer you a drink. And alcohol at your age can lead to so many things. None of them good. So can I go to the sleepover? Lucy? I want you to promise me something. I finished my homework. <laughs> Bigger promise. If there's any drinking, I want you to say... No, thanks. Not my thing. Mom. I promise you, your real friends won't care. Deal? Sure. Really? I promise, Mom. They really do hear you. Did you pack your toothbrush?
0: For tips on how to start the talk, visit underagedrinking.sampsa.gov. A public service message from the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration.
2: This is Dr. J and I listen to Sean and Maya in the morning.
0: Oh, sorry. <laughs> Welcome back to Second City Sports a Special New Year's Eve edition on the Friday. I'm Sid the Kid. That's Lakina. You can follow your on the Twitter and the IG at CK80. Once again, it's CK80. That's S-I-D-K-I-D-80. That's S-I-D-K-I-D-80. You
1: can follow me at Kingdom again on the Twitter and it can again on the IG.
0: We have less we have less than now than 90 minutes left for this extravagance we call a sports talk radio show. If you want to get at us via the comment section, you can always hit us up at Sports On Chicago's Facebook page or Sports Zone Chicago on YouTube. Type in your questions or comments in the comment section, Lakina would get the up on the screen for you. Continue on our NBA discussion, Lakina. A couple of games that jumped out at me. Um, this is now from Wednesday. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets are on a current 10-game winning streak. Uh, they come back from double digits to beat the Atlanta Hawks 108-107. to 107. Kevin Durant scored 26 points to grab a, a personal season high, 16 rebounds. Kyrie Irving scored 28 points, including 15 points in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, I think that was a, a – you know, Nets that's still – look, the Nets are getting it going. And then I think that – look, if you saw that game, I think if you you saw some of the things that sort of happened during that, during that game, I I, I – you know, it was definitely, you know, it was kind of back and forth. And, you know, Atlanta made oh. some big, you know, big shots. Nets made some big shots. You know, Kyrie, you know, got, you know, 28. They they were able, Nets were able to hold them off. But it was actually a pretty entertaining game, I, I think. And, look, I think the Nets are, look, Jock Vaughn, we've been saying for the last couple of weeks, Jacques Vaughn seems to finally have gotten something, found a mm-hmm. little bit of a niche there. So, let, let's hope that, you know, stay away from the headlines, you know, yep. at least... <laughs> Uh, well, outside of basketball at the very least, and you know, the days, good things will happen. And look, they're back up there in the top five in the East.
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Eastern Conference, Miami, the Miami Heat are getting the act together. They stopped the uh, the Lakers' uh, short win streak uh, as the Lakers continue through that East Coast road trip after being the Orlando Magic. The Miami Heat lose big time to the Miami Heat on Wednesday, 112 to 98. The Lakers, the, yeah, the Lakers uh, lose. What? <laughs> I thought I did say the Lakers, Lakina. No,
1: you said the Heat. No, you did. you said the Heat. You lose to the Miami Heat.
0: That's what you said. Oh, my bad. I'm glad I have you here with me. But yeah, the, the I, I stand corrected, first of all. I'm glad you're with me. Second, uh, the Heat beat the Lakers 112 98. LeBron James and Jimmy Butler both have 27 points. The Miami Heat, as we said last year, Lakina, and it looks like they're starting to use this formula now. The Miami Heat scored their baskets off of turnovers because they're one of the best uh, defensive teams in the league. And they proved that on Wednesday against yeah. a bad Lakers team.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, look, you, you took advantage of the fact that they are not a you know very good team. I'm talking about the Lakers. and But, but the, you know, look, I think the good news is, is that they're still finally kind of starting to find their niche. I'm talking about the Heat. Of course, you know, Jimmy Butler, they've been he's been out of the lineup too with injuries, but you know, he stepped up with 27 points. Bam had 23 and 14 boards. You know, that was another thing that they, you know, the he got the Lakers on, you know, the in the rebound department. Uh, Tyler Hero had 18 points. That's our girl, Alana Tuck, Tuck, Tuck Hour's guy. So, yeah. uh, that's. <laughs> Yeah, so, but he's been. He's been I actually, can be
0: your hero, baby. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> we, don't, we don't got the money for. not got the money to pay for the, the royalties there. So. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's it, why it, I stopped. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah I mean, but yeah, and that's sure why the Heat looks like they're starting to get it going as well. They've been kind of been you know, up and down like the Bulls have, so they're still kind of getting things going. But uh, yeah, I mean, look at you. Know, look, you did what you're supposed to against a not so good team. But one game I want to talk about from from wednesday and uh after losing to the nuggets by seven this time the, the Kings, you will know, return the favor and edge out the nuggets 127 126 um malik monk have 33 points that's definitely a, a season high for him and this mm-hmm. you know look, the kings look they're six they're 16 and 15 18 and 15 I should, 18 and 15 i should say this as this recording and they're starting to kind of get it going too so you know look i mean it was it was back and forth and you know it and actually, uh, the, the Kings had a big fourth quarter, outscoring uh, the Nuggets thirty-three to twenty-one. So if they actually came back from a deficit. That you know they were able to kind of pull that out.
0: Yeah, Nikolai Jokic for the, the Denver Nuggets had another big game with forty points again. But unfortunately, he didn't get much help, especially down the stretch. I know they beat, uh, uh, they, beat they beat the Kings the first time there the other night. I know Aaron Gordon didn't play, but uh, this time around, uh, you. It was it was an inconsistency for the different Nuggets. Just going through the box score here, I I know a lot of the big guys didn't play like um, Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. Uh, he played, but he, he scored uh-huh. 19. But everybody else uh, who played who usually don't get playing time, they played, but they just didn't do enough. And so right. Sacramento took advantage of that. And, and like you said, they made the big plays down the stretch. And Malik Monk hit those two free throws that, which ultimately sealed the, sealed the game for the home team.
1: Yeah, so yeah, I mean, look, thirty-three points off the bench for, uh, from Malik Monk, you know, De, uh, Devon, Devon, Sabonis had thirty, thirty-one, also to uh, De'Aaron Fox, so they each had thirty-one. So, uh, look, my brown guys, guys, guys playing pretty well. So, uh, I, I think with the Kings, you know, can they keep it up? That's gonna be the number one question mm-hmm. as we get into the new year. But uh, again, we'll see, uh, what hap- what happens uh there but uh yeah it should be interesting though uh also State, go to stake a nice win against utah 112 mm-hmm. 107 jordan pool look give them credit for kind of stepping up you know with steph being out
5: mm-hmm.
1: we'll see you know we'll see they they've actually been you know the, the whole home team look they're 15 and 2 at home you know home hasn't been really been a problem for uh the warriors this year even before steph got hurt but uh yeah but a nice win against a pretty good jazz team
0: And another team that people need to watch out for in the Western Conference, and that's the New Orleans Pelicans. They get a one-point win at home on on Wednesday, wrapping up the Wednesday schedule. Uh, They get a one-point win, talking about the Pelicans, over the Minnesota Timberwolves, 119-118. Zion Williamson had another uh, big big game uh, for the Pelicans. C.J. McCollum did his thing as well. Uh, if, If he can stay healthy quietly, I think Zion Williamson could be a candidate for MVP.
1: Yeah, he can. I mean, look, he definitely could be, again, assuming he stays healthy, he definitely has mm-hmm. the most improved for He'll have that wrapped up. But yeah, I mean, could he mm-hmm. be, you know, I don't know. But yeah, but we'll see. I mean, like I said, health is going to be a, a concern for him. So if I were, yes, I guess. So I would say health could going to be a big issue for Zion. So if he can stay healthy, he definitely, you know, clean up with some of those awards. Now, going into this weekend's games uh, tonight, you got Washington Orlando at six o'clock. Then you got the first game the NBA TV doubleheader because remember ESPN has bowl commitments so that's why you're seeing these mm-hmm. uh, del- that this on, on NBA TV tonight. Uh, you got the Lakers and the Hawks. You know that should be a fun one between LeBron and Trey Young. Uh, he Phoenix, always puts on
0: the show in Atlanta talking about LeBron. Hmm.
1: Yeah, Phoenix and, uh, and Phoenix and Toronto also too. They're they're still doing their uh, East Coast road trip. You know Phoenix having you know struggling a bit so. You know, we'll, we'll see if they can, you know, they love, they lost to Washington on Wednesday by 25. So I don't know if maybe, maybe this stuff off the court is starting to kind of, you know, play a little bit there. I know, I know Booker's been out too. So that's kind of probably mm-hmm. been another deterrent for them as well. But uh, yeah, that should be interesting. Of course, the Bulls against the Pistons, you know, if you're the Bulls, you better jump on the Pistons. Cause I think they're going to be shorthanded tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minnesota should be a good one. Minnesota and Milwaukee. I Minnesota's coming up and down with capping her and the other injuries that they've had, so we'll be interested to see what, how they do. This should be a good one. Philadelphia and New Orleans, speaking you know, of the, the aforementioned yeah, Pelicans, that should be a fun one at yep. 7.30. And B
0: versus Williamson, that should be a good matchup.
1: Miami and Denver, that's you know, as Miamis, they as Miami State start their uh, uh, West Coast trip at eight o'clock. That should be a fun one. Se- the second game of the NBA TV doubleheader. you got Portland against Golden State. That should be a fun one. Another fun one here. You got you know two surprising teams from the West. You got Utah and Sacramento at nine o'clock.
0: All right, let's go into tomorrow's schedule, which is Saturday night, New Year's Eve night. Of course, the Cavaliers will travel to Chicago for the second time this year. They'll play the Chicago Bulls. Note the start time Bulls fans. The ones that you that you're going to the game tomorrow. It's at six o'clock Chicago time. Once again, six o'clock tomorrow for Cleveland and the Bulls at the United Center. The city wants you out those streets by midnight. Just saying. Mm. So just I uh, give you fair fair uh, fair warning. Um, continuing with the rest of the schedule for New Year's Eve, the Clippers will continue the East Coast road trip at Indiana. That's at two o'clock. At six o'clock, we'll have Brooklyn at Charlotte. And also at six o'clock, we have the Knicks visiting Houston to take on the Rockets. Also, at 6, note no, no, the early start times because of New Year's Eve. Dallas will travel to San Antonio to take on the Spurs. At 7 o'clock, we'll have New Orleans at Memphis, Detroit, at Minnesota. Also, Philadelphia at Oklahoma City Thunder. And wrapping up the New Year's Eve schedule, we'll have the Miami Heat taking on the Utah Jazz at 8 o'clock.
1: We're looking forward to Pel- Pelicans Grizzlies matchup tomorrow. That should be a fun mm-hmm. one. Uh, upstart, two upstart teams from the West. So uh, we'll see how they do. And the first games of 2023 will commence on Sunday. You got Sacramento and Memphis. That should be a fun one. Memphis, you know, coming off a of back to second of a back to back for them. Washington, Milwaukee also at seven, and you got Boston and Denver. That should be a fun one. At seven o'clock, as well, and uh, well, because of, because of the bowl games, it so that's why you're not seeing these mm-hmm. games television in the NFL anywhere. as well, yeah. So, you know, that's why you're not seeing any of these games televised anywhere. But uh, you can, I'm sure you could probably stream them somewhere, you know, yeah. But NBA spots. League Pass, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, maybe NBA League Pass,
0: all right. That Celtics Nuggets could be a sneaky preview for the NBA Finals, you never know. So, pay attention to that game, and now wrapping up uh, these um. Holiday schedule. This is for Monday, January second. Of course, the Bulls and Cavaliers were finish their home and home series, and that's in Cleveland at six o'clock. At two o'clock on, on Monday, we'll have Phoenix and the Knicks from MSG. At six o'clock, the Lakers will take on Michael Jordan. Charlotte Hornets also at six o'clock. Toronto and Indianapolis to take on the Pacers. Also at six, uh, New Orleans and and Philadelphia, Philadelphia again. That
1: should be a, that should be a fun one too. That might yeah. be a good one. Got and B versus Zion. That should be a good one.
0: At 6.30, we'll have San Antonio at, at New Jersey. Oh, I said New Jersey. Brooklyn. Check Brooklyn. that Brooklyn. Song. Brooklyn. On. My brain's getting old, folks. <laughs> at 7 o'clock, we'll have Dallas at Houston. Denver at Minnesota. and 9 o'clock on NBA TV, where we'll have Atlanta at Golden State. Also at 9 o'clock, Detroit at Portland. At 9.30, the Miami Heat take on the Los Angeles Clippers. And that's, that's your schedule for one. Monday
1: definitely going to be watching that miami clippers game could be a sneaking peek of the nba finals we'll see you never know uh mm-hmm. and tuesday to round out the schedule for this weekend going into the holiday break into the official the holiday uh we get washington and milwaukee that's at seven o'clock on nba tv boston okc and a good one you know sacramento utah yes they you know they're gonna play tonight too so you know, <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah no, this is how this is a word how they how they do these uh games this year but uh yeah it is what it is but that would be and that is your schedule for the nba you know in this long as we finish up this holiday weekend you listen I can see sports on sports on chicago you got like keena mcgee cindy brown with you our final show for 2022 um, going into where do you want to go to next, sick. I know we got a lot of things you want to do. Yeah, well, let's
0: season. get this Bears uh preview out the way before we get to the, the college football playoff. Of course, the Chicago Bears they have two games, like everybody else, they have two games uh remaining in the season. They'll travel to Detroit to take on the Detroit Lions. The Lions are seven and eight, while the Bears post a record of three and 12. Detroit still has, uh, has a chance to make it to the playoffs. Their destiny is in their own hands, they have to win these next two games to have a shot lakina jared jared Goff has been playing well in the quarterback position for the detroit lions he didn't do so hot last week he committed his first turnover in, uh, his first in the last few games but uh, they kind of made it close at the end at carolina but they lost on the road last week of course the bears lost at home to buffalo uh in that fourth quarter 35 13 lakina Quickly uh, we'll we'll get to our we'll we'll give you our picks in the next hour with our girl Christine Manica. Uh what are what are your keys for the Bears to uh, if they could if, if they can pull off an upset in Detroit on Sunday?
1: Well look at the uh at the uh the injury report. It looks like Chase Claypool is uh, he was limited in practice today, so we'll see if he's gonna be available. I think if he can kinda if he can be available that maybe if they actually use him, but I think so exactly. probably, they probably won't actually fully use him until next season. So I think we'll there but uh um you know i see dante pettis you know he's questionable also uh to uh you know trevon uh wesco uh the tight end he's also questionable so a little bit of a better uh injury report like i said you know he was limited i'm talking about claypool he was limited uh you know cody whitehair was a full participant so he will he will play but yeah i mean at this point like i i, I don't care like I, i'm at that I'm at the point where, like, you know, this, the very season can't be over with, you know, fast enough. I mean, look, well, Detroit has fallen into some, you know, some of the same bad habits. You're seeing some of, like, you know, the other deficiencies and stuff. I mean, it's really mm-hmm. not really Carson Wentz's fault. I mean, you know, he hasn't really, like, done anything, but uh, you know, seeing some of, you know, the, the defensive struggles. I know Aiden Hudson had a good season, rookie season uh, for them, but yeah, their defense kind of, you know, gives up a lot of plays mm-hmm. and, and such, so I, I'm, you know, like, I know I'm, I'm on a, I'm not Rasay Brown. I'm excuse you. Me, I mean, he's probably one of their top receivers. Swift has, you know, been coming along. Um, Jamal Williams has been you know, pretty solid too on the backfield as well. So yeah, I, I you know, it's just like, I don't really don't know what to expect. I mean, could the Bears, you know, beat the Lions? Sure. But could the Lions do what they did at Soldier Field earlier the season? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that happening too.
0: Yeah, in referring to the first remaining back early in the season, Lakina, the, the Bears were up by 14 points in that fourth quarter against the Lions. Justin Fields was running all over the place as, uh, against that at that time a bad uh, Lions defense. And remember, he uh, his pitch six was the key for the Lions. Uh, again, again, their uh, season turned around in beating the Bears and leading them up to this point on the verge of perhaps clinching a playoff spot for them. But you mentioned Jamal Williams. That's going to be key, I think, for the Bears. Uh, to, uh, if they if they want to pull off an upset, stop the running game for the Lions with Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. And like I said, the, don't get fooled by that play action pass by Jared Goff. If you could do that, I think you'll have a shot. If you're the Bears offensively, you run the ball. Heavily with Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery, and that will definitely put you in a great position to win. They did that uh, to a lesser stake in the first meeting in Chicago earlier this year. Of course, Justin Fields, as we mentioned, took up most of the rushing yards uh, in in that game. If you're the Lions defense, you neutralized uh, Justin Fields' running lanes, and you did that at the, you forced that pace six in the first meeting. Can you do that again for the whole game? That's going to be the main question here.
1: Well, the good news is that they'll be indoors, you know, in, you know, we're just outside Detroit. So yeah, they think that weather won't be an issue for, mm-hmm. for them. But yeah, I mean, look, I mean, honestly, I think like like you said, I, I think look, it'll be interesting to see if you know the Lions get the game pan- game plan going. I'm sure the Bears will love to play spoiler for them. Mm-hmm. I know if, you know that'll be probably interesting too, especially after what happened in their first meeting. But. You know, it's sort of one of those things where, you know, I don't know how this game is going to go. I probably won't be watching this game you know, very much, uh, <laughs> you know, because I don't really care at this point. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, look, if if, if, the, if the Lions, look, the Lions need to win these next two, you know, the Bears and the Packers, you know, that who they play next week. That's going to be sort of the key. They need to win both. So they got to win this game. Mm-hmm. You know, other you know, other than you know, but other than that, you know, it'll be bye-bye to them. So it'll be interesting, like I said, it'll be interesting. I'm sure Phil Phil to have his you know his plays and such. You know, he'll be running. You know, especially with the rush defense for the Lions not being very good. So yeah, I, I mean, look, this could go. Obviously, this game could go either way. So I'm I'm like okay, but yeah, like I said, like the, the, this the, this season for the Bears can't be over soon enough, soon enough. I know people want to you know because you hear like some of the rumors. You know, some people say, oh, well, they should go after DeAndre Hawkins, They should go after um, you know, Devontae Adams after what happened with Carr you know, being set out. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think people need to remember too that you know they're gonna have to take that money. You're gonna have to gonna have to take DeAndre Hopkins' money. You're gonna have to have to take a lot, gonna take a big chunk of that Devontae uh Adams. There goes uh, your salary contract. cap. And and that's your that's your salary cap gone right there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that whole thing, I know people wanna, you know, say this and that, but this is why you guys do you know or play your trade machines, this is why these executives are, you know, do what they do. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, before we move on, Likina, uh good buddy Lamont Scott checks it again via the Facebook page. He says he's hoping that the Bears frustrate the Lions enough where they're, they're mad going into the Lions-Green Bay game, so the Lions beat the Packers. Uh, Lamont, you, uh, you know this as well as we do all of our listeners of yours out there. You can look ahead to the next mm-hmm. opponent. You got to take care of the one that's in front of you. And the way Green Bay is going right now, you know, we'll get to them Buster in the next hour, but <laughs> yeah. But uh, for the Lions, you just have to worry about the Bears. You had the Bears at home. If uh-huh. you beat the Bears, you, you put yourself in a better position because, like, like we said, Lakina, uh, this for the Lions. Uh, this is an elimination game for them. If they lose, yep. their out. There's not going to be an eight nine team in a wild card in the yep. NFC that's going to make the playoffs this year. There's just not so. Like you said, the Lions have to win this game and they have to beat Green Bay next week. Like I said, the Bears can't play. Spo- spoiler R- real quick. We're looking at, remember back in 2000, the St. Louis Rams were defending mm-hmm. their title before they lost to the New Orleans Saints in yep. the wild card round. Remember the scenario? They played New Orleans in New Orleans in the regular season finale. The the Rams had to win that game. Guess what? The scenario I had to have for them to make it to the playoffs. Do you remember?
1: Mm, let's see. I think someone else had to lose. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know who. I don't know who that team was, but I know some yeah, someone else had to lose. Yeah,
0: the Detroit Lions. This was the second year without Barry Sanders. They had the Detroit Lions had to lose to the Chicago Bears. In order to, for the Rams to make the playoffs, of course, the Rams won that game, and the Chicago Bears behind, behind Paul Edinger's kicking overtime beat the Lions, mm-hmm. not the Lions out of the playoffs. And the Rams got in, of course, as I mentioned. The Rams lost to the Saints again, uh, lost to the Saints that following week in a wild card round. So could that scenario happen again? We'll see. But like I said, the Lions had the advantage going into this game on Sunday.
1: Absolutely. So like I said, well, we'll get to all that in, in a little bit with our. Uh, mm-hmm with our uh, week eight week 17 picks i should say good grief you know the season's almost over with i know season, <laughs> i know but it's crazy this is like a season sports on sports on chicago like Keenan mcgee sydney brown with you uh let's get to actually uh some uh good football um you know with with all the bowl games that are coming up i mean i saw the uh i saw the uh the holiday uh, bowl uh where uh washington hung on against uh texas that was a fun game uh but you you got some of the games that are going on right now of course the college football playoff those games will commence yeah we'll talk yeah we'll talk more about that with our girl uh casey in, in a little bit but uh but where do you see this? I mean, the first game you know coming up will be the if I could just you know find this you know, scheduling doesn't want to. Yes,
0: number two Michigan, Michigan versus number TCU. three TCU the Fiesta
1: Bowl. So where do you see this game? I mean, like I said, this is going to be very interesting though with the, with this whole uh, thing here. Of course, the rumors about Jim Harbaugh perhaps going back to the NFL—they're creeping up again—and some of the other stuff that's been happening. I know Matt Duncan said that he's you know going to be gone after whenever their season's over with. We've we've talked about it. The you team know, I mean, has had about five weeks, you know, four weeks off. I should say to prepare for this I think for me, I think if you're Michigan you want to try to jump on uh, TCU early They like said they're they gonna let, let Donovan Edwards, you know, kind of like get the run mm-hmm. get the running game going and sort of you know try that if you're TCU you want to try to slow down Michigan, you know, not you know, not be worn out by long drives you know, get mm-hmm. back to do his thing But yeah, it's going to look, it's going to be tough. I'm not going to say that, you know, TCU doesn't have a shot. I'm not going to say that, but it's going to be tough. But look, it's a doable, sure. But yeah, it's going to be Mm -hmm. tough.
0: Yeah, you just took the words right out of my mouth. It's going to come down to the running game for the Michigan Wolverines, you mentioned. Uh, Blake Corman uh, is not going to be there, but uh, the, the other guy's going to have to uh, pick it up. J.J. Uh, McCarthy has been playing with a bad right shoulder all year long. Uh-huh. So from, from my other key is on the flip side for TCU's defense, you want to uh, pressure McCarthy early and often. Can you, how many sacks do you want to get on him if you can? Because Michigan has one of the best offensive lines uh, in all of college uh-huh. football. It's definitely in the Big Ten. Yep. Number two, can you sack, uh, get to J.J. McCarthy? Number two, Keen create a couple of early turnovers. If you could do that, you'll definitely have more than a better shot to to pull an upset.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, look, they they've look they've already been named like one of the, the top uh O line in, in, in the country. Talk talking about Michigan. You know, they they've mm-hmm. actually been, I think, I think McCarty's only been sacked twice, two or three, I think like maybe like a five times this year. So that's really gonna be the key if you're a Michigan try to keep him upright, let the running game, you know, do their thing, try to get you know, guys like you know, like Ricky Bell to kind of, you know, get the ball to them. You know, but like I say, get those long drives. And like Michigan has been really good with the long drives this year. So they're right up there with Washington who had a couple of long drives themselves, um, you know, last night. So this is really going to be the key for Michigan. And also, if you're TCU, you want to try to kind of, you know, Establish the, the establish the game early if you want to try and like, you know See if Duggan can kind of get the struggles and the nerves and such so because Michigan has been in this position is where they were just in position last year This is the first time TCU has been in this kind of, kind of position. So will nerves get to them? So I think that's going to be also for saying night's too I know he's done it a couple of times with an assistant, but this is gonna be his first time, you know coaching a, in a big game like this So don't be surprised if the nerves kind of get to TCU, but we'll see what happens
0: and That's why I said the first few minutes of this game is important for TCU because, like you said, they haven't been in this position before. Michigan has with a, a, a veteran coach, John, um, Jim Harbaugh, excuse me, and he has some of those players there that, that experienced the pain of losing, uh, uh losing mm-hmm. last year to Georgia. So, uh, uh, the big advantage there to Michigan, but like I said, it if TCU can control the action early maybe before so a couple of turnovers here and there uh, they'll they'll definitely have have that sharp butt sh- shot but I'm going with Michigan in this one
1: yeah i think the defense for Michigan is really going to be kind of like the key here i feel like cuz if you're you know, Michigan your defense is you know, your defense got better and better mm-hmm. as the season went on so mm-hmm. I'm sure they they're well aware of that you know dcu has this thing of trying to come back so yeah i know Lamont said that the running game could probably be the key for Michigan to kind of keep keep that from happening but I think you're a defense you know try your know, force master can kind of you know try to improvise and see mm-hmm. if you can throw them off his game so I think that's gonna be interesting uh there's a second game the second game of that double header of the the college football playoff, is georgia and ohio state i know ohio state much like tcu also you know people feel that they backed in and and such yeah of course you got cj Stroud, marvin harrison jr i think george look i think they'll keep it close to talk about ohio state i'm sure they're going to be in like a proven mode that'll be you know that this game will be right after uh the tcu michigan uh uh, semifinal but i I think for me this will this will be in um mercedes-benz stadium but Mm -hmm. in San uh mercedes has been, been State, I should say I can't, I can't yeah talk in, uh, downtown
0: in downtown Atlanta yeah, so. Atlanta
1: you gotta think there's gonna be a lot of uh, Georgia fans there no doubt yeah. so it's gonna be oh although oh, oh, no, we all know Ohio State fans they, they travel as well but you gotta think they're gonna be a whole lot more you know Georgia fans there so for me I think the key to this one you know, look it's gonna be a love experience you got a lot of those guys that are still there from last year Stetson mm-hmm. Bennett you know some of the other uh you know players for the national championship team are still there. Yo, look, this is gonna be—it's gonna be the first time for Ohio State either. But at the same time, though, this could be a talent thing. So I think I'm not gonna say Georgia will blow them out. Talk about Ohio State, but mm-hmm. they know what's at stake. You know, going back to back, and will be which will be the first for them. Yeah, I, I think that's gonna really gonna be the key here for me.
0: Yeah, uh, the keys to me is who's going to make the big play offensively uh, for, for both these teams. We know about Stanislaw Bennett's ability for Georgia, but I'm looking at what CJ Stroud, what he, can he do, the quarterback from the Buckeyes, what can he do uh, against this uh, Georgia secondary? Will Marv- Marvin Harrison Jr. step up? Will some of the other guys step up? I want to see if. Uh, If C.J. Stroud can make the big plays downfield and if Georgia's secondary can limit that. And that's the same thing on the flip side for Ohio State's defense. You saw what happened in that game against Michigan uh, last month, which they got shredded, especially in that fourth quarter. Most of it was due to uh, the Wolverines running game. But Ohio State must prevent the big play and they must make the big play downfield.
1: And look, our buddy Lamont Scott says, I think this game will determine CJ draft- Stroud's uh, draft president and how he plays. Now that's look at that's that could be, decides- yeah. Could I be. mean, if that's assuming if he decides to leave, I mean like he could perhaps me know come back again next year. I mean, he's only a junior, so <laughs> you know, that that's gonna be like another thing to look out for as well. I think their defense, yeah, you the know, Jordan Secretary is a little bit, you know, suspect, but you know, so I'm sure Marvin Harris will get his his uh his uh, share of plays, but I think, you know, that, that front seven of Georgia is going to be, you know, going to be going for CJ Stroud. So, yeah, you know, if Stroud, I think you better try to you know, give, you know, get the ball away. You know, as quick as you can.
0: Yeah. And also to, you mentioned uh, the uh, Ohio state's uh, offensive line. Can they protect CJ Star Because uh, those are some, uh, no pun intended. Those are some hungry dogs when the Georgia yeah. B- Bulldogs <laughs> on their defensive line. So that's going to be another key as well
1: all right our number one in the books our number two straight ahead of course you got busy on fire we got two of our favorites coming on of course casey Standehauer from uh chgo as well as you know her stay. You know, she you've probably seen her you know do science up pretty much everywhere these last few months we'll talk about we'll talk to her about those adventures also too uh, some of the stuff going on locally and nationally also too of mm-hmm. course our girl christine is back after a week off we'll you know catch up with her of course we'll do our week 17 picks lakina mcgee sydney brown second sports uh, sports sports on chicago Busy hour number two, coming up right after this. Totally no, I don't know,
5: though. No, I'm scared. I mean, not exactly what you're saying. Life is passing by so fast. Take
4: the Do you know that you're in my lane? No, not at all. Are you not paying attention? Are you texting? I was just checking in with my mom. I was telling her that I thought we'd be home by six. It's okay. There's enough
1: time. Just pay attention. I'm not even halfway through my text. There's no way. I'm not even going to look up. My babies are in the car. You have to pay attention. It's just
4: supposed
3: to be a quick text. I'm so sorry.
4: Hi, I'm Tom Brady, the director of DODEA. September is National Suicide Prevention and Awareness Month. The simple act of reaching out and caring for those in our communities is something we all can do. Just being there for someone you care about can be a tremendous first step in getting them access to confidential resources and support that they need. It only takes
3: one person and one small act and one minute to make a difference. Let's make a difference.
5: calling. Few will earn the title United States Marine. The few, the proud, the Marines.
0: Welcome back to Avenue number two of this Ooh. special edition of Second City Sports. We're live and in living color right here on Sports Zone Chicago, along with Miss Lakeem McGee, which is she. I am Cindy Brown. Hey, that's me. You can follow Yo truly on the Twitter and the IG at CK80. Once again, at CK80, that's SIDKID80. That's SIDKID80. You can follow me at Keita McGee on the Twitter and
1: at McGee on the IG.
0: We have an hour left of this extravaganza. We call it Sports Talk Radio Show. If you have any questions and comments for us, especially for our next guest, who's going to join us for the rest of the show. You can always hit us up in the comments section at uh, Sports On Chicago's Facebook page or Sports On Chicago on YouTube. Type in your questions or comments in the comments section. LaQuina will get the up on the screen for you. And that's a daily reminder, you can also check out Sports On Chicago now available on Roku TV.
1: All right, Sid. Uh, we had her on. We were doing this Zoom style like a couple years Mm -hmm. ago, so yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, a couple
0: years ago. Yep, we were talking about Last Dance and about sports was coming back and um, getting a little background on our next guest. But let's welcome Marianne Lakina, she's a sport social media haven of their CSGO Chicago Sports. She's she's doing also doing good work for. FS1, Big Ten Plus, and doing uh high school games on the sidelines for the Marquee Sports Network. Let's please welcome in, welcome back in our good friend, Miss Casey Sandahar. Yay! What's going on, Casey?
4: <laughs> Last time we talked, we were like all in quarantine. Yes. yes. Oh Yo, my yeah.
1: gosh. It's good to see you both yeah back at you so uh we'll get to all the all the crazy stuff you've been doing uh, you've been doing because i know you have you had a crazy uh last couple of years since we last talked to you so but let's get right to it we'll we'll start we'll start with local uh sports first this year the uh social media uh maven for a chgo uh we had a lot of you know, our good friends you know, of course matt pack big dave watson we just had yeah jared wills we, yeah, mm-hmm. we just had on uh, last week but uh we'll start with the you know season we'll start with the bears uh you know what do you think? I mean, you know, with, with with Justin Fields, how do you feel about Justin Fields still playing? Do you think he should sit out the rest of the year? Do you think you know more, more, perhaps more better? What what's your thoughts on that? Well, I I think at first I thought that it would be great for
4: him to sit out and not risk getting hurt, but at the same time, I really do think it's important that he continues to develop. We've seen, you know, after the bye week, he really started to get really good you know and everyone says oh he's just a running back he's not a great quarterback whatever but he's the guy he's the guy we've been waiting for he's the quarterback we want and yes you look at the record and you say okay well eight straight losses this team is in the in the tubes but at the same time we needed that development from Fields. And I think if he continues to play, he's only going to keep developing and getting better for next season and hopefully a better draft pick. So, so on and so forth. And I kind of feel sad that it feels like Bears fans have sort of given up and said, okay, well, just next year, whatever. But we have the Lions, and the Lions have had a season that's gone like this while ours has gone like this. So, <laughs> well, much. we just love to play with our best. And Justin Fields is our guy. So, that's my thought.
0: Uh, let's flip it over to the defense. I know they had a, a couple of changes uh, at the trade deadline this year. Of course, World Cross Smith was traded to Baltimore. Of course, he became a pro bowler. Robert Quinn, who's out with the injury now, for he was traded to Philadelphia. Mm. But uh, their defensive line is, is nothing short but terrible. But on the flip side, you still have Kyle Gordon, uh, Jaquan Brisker. It looks like it's a promising uh, young Bear secondary. I know Jalen Johnson's the best on that team. He's still injured. But what do you think about that Bear secondary going to the future?
4: Well, I, again, I think it's part of the future. And I think that we've we've seen, you know, good players like them develop. We have Chase Claypool now. We have David Montgomery. We have guys, Cole Komet, like we have guys that can help. And our secondary is getting stronger. And I'm, I'm confident that future seasons, the Bears are going to win more games than just, what is it, three, four games we won? <laughs>
5: um,
4: so I am confident that the secondary is also improving. And I think when everybody buys in and believes, um, that's a huge a huge plus and i like the news guys about kevin warren i know it's not set in stone yet but i think it's interesting that he could become the next president and ceo of the bears because you know he's what he's with the big 10 which is in chicago he has former work with the vikings and helped was yeah. really influential in helping with their us bank stadium project and kind of mm-hmm. top down doing business operations for them so i kind of like that we could see just sort of a resurgence all around for the Bears, whether it's the new stadium in Arlington Heights, Justin Fields developing, the secondary, the defense. Um, I like where this franchise is going.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was was basically, if you you read a statement from, I guess I talked about uh, Mr. Warren's statement, it was basically like a really long, like, very wordy, like what the what, what huh? Uh, what like, I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you didn't you didn't you didn't say you were doing what you were doing, but you didn't deny it either. So like, I have no clue what, what's going on with that. But so yeah, that's something to look out for. Like he has with great credentials and such. And look, like, I'm sure uh, the Big Ten, I'm sure they're going to want to, especially since they're still doing like you know with the TV deals. He got that you know going right. and such. But uh yeah, it'll be interesting to see if, if he does this. I know there are a couple other guys that are that they, they've interviewed as well. And such, you know, going back on the field, I mean, you know, what is there anybody like on, you know, other than fields, obviously, is there anybody that you're encouraged by, you know, with the Bears? I mean, I, I know it's sort of hard, you know, Village Jones show a little bit of, yeah. put a little bit in that Buffalo game, but, you know, some of the other guys, I know uh, uh, Dante Paz has been real you know, pretty good as well. So, but what what other, you know, young guys, you know, young guns stand out for you? Well, I like
4: Cole Komet. I think Cole Komet has shown some really interesting promise as a tight end. Uh, He stepped up and made some big plays um, when Justin wasn't. And I, I don't know. I think he could be someone that um, people are wearing his Jersey. People are enjoying him, watching him play. People are fans of Cole Komet. He just won the Jeff Dickerson good guy award. So he's obviously Mm -hmm. a leader, not only on the field, but, but beyond that. And he's a, he's a good guy. I mean, I, I, I think that he has been really interesting to watch this season.
0: We have a question from our guy, Lamont Scott, from our uh, Facebook page, Sports on Chicago on Facebook. You asked our girl, Casey, a question. She's going to hang out with us for the next hour to close out the show. Uh, Lamont says, "What uh, asking Casey, Casey, what move can move can the Bears make in the All-Season for an impact, uh, impact move in All-Season to improve the team next year?
4: Okay, I really like this question because we just got a DM recently on CHGO Sports, and this was an interesting kind of – trade, um, thing that I think the bears could do and could be interesting. So he said, this is from a a guy named Kevin Kellish who DM'd us on our CHGO sports. He said, do you think there's any chance we could pull off a trade with the saints, our number two pick, if we got it and get a third round for saints number nine and Chris Olave. What do you guys think of that?
5: Hmm.
4: (laughs) I thought it was interesting because you can reconnect fields with Olave
1: yeah your know, old team is from Ohio State. yes yeah yeah so i don't know could that be a move i mean you wouldn't have to give up you may have to give up maybe like a second round pick maybe perhaps or he's still mm-hmm. under, under a rookie contract so you don't have to worry about uh money you have to take a lot of money you don't have to worry about you know with deandre hopkins and devontae adams don't worry about that but yeah i could kind of see that but yeah again i think you know you would have to see you know, well, who would uh, the Bears have to get up, give up? You know, who would, uh, know. This, you know, the Saints would have to give up. So, yeah, it, it's other than a lot of it. I'm sure they're going to want, you know, their, some they're that number two pick. So, right. I don't know. It'll be interesting. But. Yeah, Bill said, yeah, I thought that yeah, it was an interesting move. Yeah. yeah.
0: like I said, if it's that, if it says um the second pick and a second round pick, okay. But like like Lakina said, you don't have to overpay Olave too much. I know right. Michael Thomas on the on, on the other side of his career from New Orleans and they don't have any other big not- time receivers right. yet. Yeah, that's yeah. probably why New Orleans initially issue will ask for an overhaul, but Olave shouldn't shouldn't cost too much. If it's if it's that first round pick and a second round pick, I'm all for it. As long as yeah. you don't have to overpay him.
4: Right. I agree. I agree, guys. I just I think we struggle with injuries too at the end of the year, and um, you know at the trade deadline and things like that. So, I'd like to see all of our guys healthy. I'd like to see Cole Komet step up in a big way. I love seeing Justin Fields uh, continue to be the guy. I mean, when we look back at like the moments of 2022, it started off so strong. They had that slide in the rain, and everybody was like really amped about <laughs> yeah. about that win, and then things kind of went downhill from there but I what I love about Bears fans and coming from living in Ohio for majority of my life is Bears fans are thick and thin they go through it they go up and down and I didn't really realize that until I moved to Chicago is you know is they're they're very up and they're very low but they're still always a fan they never give up on the team Um, and even if Bears Twitter is a mess and people are complaining it's <laughs> 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 you know? like I feel like a lot of Browns fans give up a lot of Browns fans are like I'm done with this team I've had enough but Bears fans are, are there
1: <laughs> well look I'll re- I'll give you a Bears Twitter. as you Bulls Twitter as we talk about uh the Bulls you know uh, of course they've been a little bit of a run you know they've won you know three of their last four you know they've mm-hmm. got Detroit tonight. Um, so what do you think? I mean, of course, Bulls Twitter, I know you've seen it, uh Casey. Yeah. it can be a little bit fickle too at times. So, what do you think about the Bulls and see them? What and what do you expect from them as we as we go into 2023? Well, it'd be nice to see
4: um our guys better. It'd be nice to see Ball back and better. It'd be nice to see Levine start playing better. Um, it would be it would just be nice to have a fully healthy team. I, I'd like to see Io DeSumo step up in a bigger way. And it's interesting, we were just talking about this uh about DeMar DeRozan. We were just saying how he's well into his 30s. Kevin Kadick was talking about this on our show and he's still making big plays for this team, you know, in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter. And mm-hmm. um and they're just regular season regulation games. But they they had that bad game where they gave up 150 points and our guy Big Dave was just distraught about it on the Bulls post <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's just been it's been a roller coaster for them too. And it's always great to beat the box. I love that moment for them, uh, especially with Grayson Allen, you know, just being really well hated by all bulls fans um, and players. So I don't know. I'd love to see them. This year has been a struggle. All of our teams have been such a struggle guys. And, and I, I like, I guess switching gears a little bit. I like that the Cubs have made some moves. I'd like to see the Sox make some more moves Um because I am a, ba- a true baseball fan. I love baseball at, you know, at the heart, is my that's my sport. But um, I don't know. I just feel like we launched CHGO in the middle of, like, all of these teams being really bad. And so I would love to see how things grow and change when the teams are really good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had this guy. This guy had a great season, but – and I'd love to see them, you know, try to get back to where they were two years in a row. Um, but uh, that with those free agency – like there's a lot of unknowns with the sky. I mean, a lot of these players are they returning? Are they not? Um, so I don't know. It's it could be a few more years for us waiting.
0: <laughs> hopefully it's not that long, but no, we'll, we'll see. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Hanging out with us for the rest of the show. Um uh, our girl, Miss Casey Standahart. She's the social media maven for CHGO. She's joining us here on second city sports, a special new year's Eve, Eve edition. I'm Sid. That's Lekina. Uh, so we hang out with you for the rest of the show. Uh, Casey, you brought up baseball and we'll start off with the team that you follow uh, since you moved here in Chicago. That's the Chicago Cubs. They, they signed uh, a dance me Swanson mm-hmm. to their big time contract, $177 million of course. Now it, it approves them defensively, but uh, this, this sells a couple of names out there that, uh, people are talking about trade Man City being one of them. The Cubs still need a uh, bad. Do you think they'll do that th- uh, before spring training, or do you think they are any possible trades to help this Cubs offense?
4: Well, I mean, it's tough to say. The Anthony was such a big signing and something that we were waiting for, and I'm kind of glad the whole Correa thing didn't work out. We really wanted Carlos Correa for all this mm-hmm. time, and then that didn't work out, and now his physicals turning up strange. And so I'm kind of glad we avoided that mess, uh, whatever that means for the team. I'd love to see the Cubs make some more moves before spring training. If they're serious about it, like I think they are with Dansby and Cody Ballinger, I think they need to make more moves. They just signed Tucker Barnhart, which is which is awesome. Um, I just it's the Chicago Cubs, you know, we're a market three team. It's like the Sox losing Jose Abreu. Like it's it's a sting. And when we lost Wilson Contreras on, on Contreras, Don't make
0: me cry about Abreu.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'll say yo, he has a <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. I brought it up, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'd love to see these teams make some serious moves and, and they need to, they need to spend the money. They have the money. I know there's a lot more into it that I probably don't know about um, that goes into it, but I would love to see them make some moves because I think it's so key for fans to want to keep coming back to these games. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, my boyfriend, for example, shares season tickets with his brother and his and his brother-in-law and he's like, I had a hard time even selling them last year. Nobody wanted to go. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was that bad. So I think for the all-around organization and for the well-being of baseball in Chicago, they gotta make some more moves. It'd be great to see that happen. Um, Dansby, I think, was a great signing. You guys saw his his press conference when they introduced him and how mm-hmm. he has more ties to to Chicago than we all thought. You know, it's not just about Mallory and his his wife who plays for the Red Stars. Um his grandpa was a big Cubs fan too. And he wanted to mm-hmm. play for the Cubs to make his grandpa proud. And I really hope he becomes sort of the new Cubs face guy. You know, right. we lost Chris Bryant, we lost Rizzo mm-hmm. and those were those guys that for us. So I'd love to see how this year plays out for them.
0: I know and- you talk about the attendance, Casey, Casey, uh, the, because I went to one game last year. And it was early. It was against the Dodgers. <laughs> of course, most of those fans that filled that their place was Dod, were Dodger fans, but fans. Uh, how crazy that, that dynamic was. We talked about this, Laquina, last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, despite all the, some of the uh, empty seats, of course, there was a whole lot more in August and September. The Cubs finished ninth in attendance, and, which was really yeah. uh, astonishing <laughs> to say the least.
4: Yeah. I mean, it's crazy that people still love to go to a 120 Cubs game you know, um, yeah, like you will skip work on a Friday or a Tuesday or whatever. And it's like, I think it's more about the allure of Wrigley field. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you have, right here, yeah, you have people coming from all over the world, the country. Um, so that's great to see. And they did a really nice job this, this past winter with the uh, winter wonderland at Wrigley. We got to go mm-hmm. there at the HGO, and that was awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's, I think it's just – it's the federal landmark, right? And so people are going, Yeah. finishing ninth isn't bad. Um, But I'd love to see that get better this year. I'd love to see – I mean, I could, like, hear it from my house sometimes, you know? I mean, it would be great to have more excitement at Wrigley. And even though I grew up an Indians fan, I kind of switched to a Cubs fan when I – after 2016, which was obviously devastating for me. (laughs) (laughs) I remember you <laughs> told
1: us. I, I remember well, told
5: we'll us you told us that.
4: that. Yep. My boss just asked me that. He was like, "What's been the worst like Cleveland loss for you?" Because you grew up a Cleveland fan, and I said, "2016." I was so invested in that team, but at the same time, that was a great year because that's the year the Cavs won the championship. Yeah. So I knew we couldn't mm-hmm. have both, you know. But <laughs> as a as a new Chicago fan and adopting Chicago teams as my teams, um, I would I would love to see the Cubs just totally improve everything next year
1: yeah absolutely mm-hmm. uh let's go to some happy stuff you know Let, let's talk a little bit about you casey because i've i've seen uh yeah. yourself on, on twitter and you know you've been you've been super busy these last few months you know you've covered you know conference championship games you know, on the sidelines yeah. you know i know you i don't know, i the know biggies uh women's soccer uh champ, conference championship i know you did a couple other uh conference championships of course you're still doing you did the uh, the state championship you know here uh you know downstate yes. you know over the Thanksgiving. uh Weekend. What's been your favorite thing to cover? I know you started uh, on CN 100 doing high school sports, you know, doing the the sidelines for that. So, what was your favorite thing of these last few months that you've done? Because you've been super busy.
4: Yeah, I have been. It's been so great. I've just been saying yes to opportunity, and it's been such a blessing. Um, You know, after COVID, I wasn't sure I'd have more gigs after CN 100 was no longer, and after the Chicago Bandits were no longer. And I was like, what am I going to do? So, it's been great that these gigs have been picking back up. Um, the IHSA state championship for, um, Illinois high school football was such a cool experience that has to be up high on the list for me because I have never seen such good high school football. And as the classes went up from three A, four A, five A, six A, seven A, eight A, the kids just got bigger and bigger, and the kids <laughs> yes. got larger. And I was like, I have never seen this before, and I couldn't even see over them on the sidelines because I'm only five foot three. So I, <laughs> could, you know, it was like crazy to do my job. But I worked with a great crew um, with Weigel Broadcasting, and they were awesome to work with. And um, you know, working with games on the U has been really great. Um, High school sports is just so fun. It's so different, but I do have to shout out working on FS1 for the Women's Big East Field Hockey Championship was really cool this year. I got to travel to Norfolk, Virginia, for that, and I had never really um, known a lot about field hockey, but it's such an interesting, cool sport that not enough people know about. To so to have it to have women's sports and have field hockey on FS1 on a national broadcast was really cool to see, um, just so people could understand and learn and experience field hockey more than they probably ever could. So I love doing that. Um, I have some hoops coming up. I have Big East College hoops. And then I also have high school hoops. I will be working the Illinois State High School Boys and Girls um, Basketball Championships, too, coming up in March. So I'm really excited about that. It's hard to pick a favorite. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Those are some of the highlights.
0: We're hanging out with our girl Casey standing Hard, this uh, CSGO uh, sports, so, sports uh, social media maven uh, right here on Second City Sports. I'm Sid, that's Lakina. We're live in Living color right here at Sports Zone Chicago. And speaking of CSGO, uh, Casey, how did that relationship between you and that company uh, uh, come about? Because I know you guys started in March. You guys are coming up on the one-year anniversary in a couple of months. You guys, um, we're not just saying this because we had some of your colleagues on, but you guys are uh, putting on great work. You're getting mm-hmm. the word out there. Uh, people uh, not just support us, but support them as well. They're yep. doing great work. How yep. did that relationship between you and CSGO come about?
4: That's a good question, Sid. It was it was really interesting. I was looking to do more in sports, and this is before I had a lot of my FS1 and and ESPN Plus gigs that I do now. But (laughs) I had reached out to Kevin Kadek, who's the head of content over there, and he's a former Yahoo Sports writer, and he Mm -hmm. also um, started this Midway Minute, um, you know, newsletter and and website Mm -hmm. that he had, and it was really cool and. I had reached out to him because I was like, "Hey, does he need me to like do any videos for him or social media? I could help out." Um, you know, it was one of those things where I was just looking for some freelance work, and it was really great timing. This is one of those timing is everything situations because he reached back out and said, "Hey, you know, your inquiry comes at a very interesting time. Can I can I get back to you in a few days?" And I was like, "Sure." I don't know what that means. Um, and then I got a I got a newsletter update because I had subscribed to his newsletter, and so it said that the newsletter was ending. And I was like, Oh shoot. Like, and then he had this new project coming up and mm-hmm. it happened to be CHGO. So he called me back and said, Hey, I'm actually ending my newsletter. I don't know if you saw, but we are starting up CHGO here in Chicago. And, you know, I think there could be a fit for you here. So it worked out really well. I was right place, right time. Um, and I got brought on as the social director, which has been such a really awesome learning experience and just experience mm-hmm. in general because i've done social media before but never full-time for sports so mm-hmm. you, you learn pretty quickly about more about the chicago teams more about the history of chicago teams and more about what works for the audience here and the fans here in chicago so i have a great staff everybody i work with was awesome producers uh writers the hosts, mm-hmm. everybody is really really cool and i know you guys know a lot of them too so yes um, yeah, I'm one of the only females, but, and I'd love to have some more ladies in the room, but we have a great group of guys who are just true gentlemen and so fun to work with, and they make it easy on me. They really do. And
0: yeah, speaking of that, you tell Kevin that, uh, that 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 you guys need a weekend sports show, and me and Lakeena are going to be part of it, so we you can boost play. up the ratings for the women, female sportsmen as well. So, you know, just putting yeah, it out think, there. Yeah. As,
4: as we continue to grow, I mean, who knows? We might do more college sports we might do more big 10 stuff who knows so uh, we're excited about where it's going we've grown a lot in the past 10 to 12 Mm -hmm. months and it's just going to keep going up from here so yeah we're really happy it's fun we have a great office in the west loop and we get to connect with people like you guys and have people on our shows so it's all around an awesome experience
1: well, yeah. I mean, look, we, we like, like, we we've been saying, and we've had a lot of the guys on and such, like I said, you know, just, just saying, you know, me and, you know, Sid, you know, we could do a weekend, you know, college hoops, you know, show or whatever with, you know, with the hoops, we get into full swing. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's sort of like, you know, we love, I'm glad we got you back. Yeah. Casey, because like I said, your, your career is kind of like me. been, you know, so like on the stratosphere lately, like I've seen some of the, the, you know, the, you know, the championship games, like you said, you're gonna be doing hoops and such. You mm-hmm. saw uh, Mount Carmel, you know, one of my, uh, you know, my, my friends, you a know, uh, favorite, uh, you know, his alma mater, you know, winning another state championship. Yeah. They're such a
4: beast. I mean, God, they're such an incredible team. And their coach, Jordan Lynch, who is just yep. an incredible former athlete and coach. They are great to cover. Yeah. Former yes.
1: NIU uh, QB and also Bears quarterback. Nice. Yeah. The little couple up with the Bears for a little bit. Yeah.
4: Yes. And he was, he was really awesome to interview because I did a game, Uh, a few weeks before that a semifinal game for marquee sports network, which was another awesome opportunity. They were awesome to work with. Um, And that was Mount Carmel again, Mount Carmel, St. Rita. And so it was funny because a lot of the head coaches that I interviewed in those semifinal games or in the state championships ended up retiring. So we had Todd Kuska from St. Rita retired. It was his last year. Um, Ken Leonard retired. And I'm pretty sure John Holasek just retired. So a lot of these coaches (laughs) Um, I was like their last interview and I was like, am I making these guys quit? You know, like, <laughs> it was just—it was fun. I mean, it was a great, I mean, these guys are legends in the city of Chicago and yep. the suburbs that like they've been coaching for years. And when you go back and look, and I was researching like how many state titles some of these guys have won. It's, it's amazing. It's massive, Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, like do you want want us to bring in our good friend before we hit the bottom of the hour break? She, she um, Casey, we want you to meet her. She's our uh, doing the football season. She's an NFL uh, Pickums guru. She's she's also from Chicago. She works in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, at KXRB. Let's bring her in, like Here comes our girl, Miss Christine, the Queen Manica. What's Yay. going on,
5: Christine? Hi. How are you? Oh, We're
0: ready. doing great. How about you?
3: I'm hmm. oh, not doing too bad. I know, I know, yeah christine this is hi, casey casey christine hi nice to meet you oh nice to meet you too i like
4: your background that's giving me good vibes thank you <laughs> me
1: too <laughs> i do to say yeah i know you're playing her uh christine you got a little bit of a a little under the weather but yeah so what, what have you been up to this uh this last week
3: Uh, Just getting back back into the swing of work, I I came, I went home for uh, the holiday and then I worked for three days and now I have a three day weekend. So it's great. (laughs) (laughs) I've got to love that.
0: Yeah, so we'll have more with these lovely ladies coming up as uh, we continue with our uh, year-end show of on Second City Sports to wrap up 2022. Casey Sandahar from CHGO, Christine Manica from KXRB. When we return, Christine will give us our, her uh, Week 17 NFL picks, and we'll get some more stories from Casey as far as her sports broadcasting career and, uh, and her future endeavors with CHGO Sports. That and a whole lot more as we continue after this. you listen to the the Friday edition of Second City Sports or SportsZone Chicago. We're live with the Color. I'm Sid. We'll be right back. This year, my mom got me the
2: perfect bag for back to school. These colorful binders help
3: me stay organized. These headphones are just what I need for studying.
2: These new sneakers are just what I need for the new year. This jacket is a real must-have. My parents got me the skateboard I wanted. It's pretty cool. These scissors really come in handy in art class. These colored
1: pencils too.
3: These new socks? They can be a real lifesaver.
5: <laughs> and I finally got my own phone to stay in touch with my mom.
2: Trish is having a sleepover tonight. Can I go? I wonder about Lucy's friends. What should I say? I know you're only ten. But one of these days, a friend will offer you a drink. And alcohol at your age can lead to so many things, none of them good. So can I go to the sleepover? Lucy, I want you to promise me something. I finished my homework. (laughs) Bigger promise. If there's any drinking, I want you to say, no thanks, not my thing. Mom. I promise you, your real friends won't care. Deal? Sure. Really? I promise, Mom. They really do hear you. Did you pack your toothbrush?
0: For tips on how to start the talk, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. A public service message from the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration.
2: Dr. J and I listen to Sean and Maya in the morning. Oh,
1: Lord!
5: (laughs) 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 Oh,
1: Jesus!
0: (laughs) <laughs> Welcome back to Second City Sports. We're live and in the living color right here on Sports Dol. Chicago, along with Miss Laquina McGee, which is she. I ain't Sydney Brown. Hey, that's me. We are joined by our girl, Miss Casey Stanahart from CHGO Sports and Miss Christine the Queen, Manica from KXRB. You're listening to Second City Sports. Sports on Chicago. We have less than a half hour left of this extravaganza We call it Sports Talk Radio Show. You want to hit us up at the comment section, please go to Sports on Chicago's Facebook page and Sports on Chicago on YouTube. Type in questions or comments. In the comments section, Lakina will get the up on the screen for you. Miss Lakina, it is not time for our Week Seventeen NFL picks.
1: Well, Sid, uh, you're you're not running away with it, but you're you're getting close to it. I mean, you you had twelve. You know, Christine and I, we both had eleven. So mm. uh, yeah, yeah, th- yeah. Thanks for yeah, thanks for nothing. Uh, who, who was it that I wanted to yell at for? Uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for nothing. Uh, with Dolphins for uh, letting uh, Aaron Rodgers and then back in it. Like, you know, thanks a lot.
3: That's exactly what I was going to say. I picked Miami, too. But yeah, so did it. I. but I got burned. But you surely picked Carolina last
0: week over yeah, Detroit. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, look, you did. Look, you, you were right on the Saints about the Saints, uh, Christine. So, uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah, I know, uh, Casey, uh, she's a she was a Cleveland uh, sports fan, uh, you know, our girl Casey here. But yeah, so yeah, but you know, look, I mean, look, you're, you're still like two games us But look, there's still a lot to uh, do. We still got a couple of weeks left. So hopefully, yeah. you know, Chris you still got a shot to make a little bit of a run here. Now, Casey, we want you to to play all along with us too. Uh so uh, you know, that that'd be uh, pretty cool if you if yeah, you Yeah, no want. pressure on
0: you, Casey. No pressure. Right. I'm
1: Rest. Okay. What are we doing? All right. Yeah, we'll play we're we'll picking out the games from NFL week 17 and okay. uh now that you know, I mean, there, some of the, some of the matches are kind of. Blah, for the most part. But, yeah, so we can, we can be able to, uh, to breeze right through these. But we'll start off uh, with the noon games deal. Jan one, first first games of 2023 NFL games. Uh, the 4-11 Cardinals and the 5-10 Falcons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christine, you start this one for us, please. I'll switch it up a little bit.
3: <laughs> I, I think I'm going to go with Atlanta because they're at home. And I think now Arizona's down to, like, the third or fourth string quarterback. So they're they're just done for this season, I feel like.
0: Yeah, Arizona could not knock out Tom Brady, so I'm going with the Atlanta.
4: Casey? <laughs> Casey. You know, I I might take the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, look look crazy look, crazy have happened this season in the NFL so yeah. And I just yes. feel like they they're due one and isn't JJ Watt like retiring now, maybe Yes. He's, yeah. like, yes. He's gonna yeah. have like a few more good I don't know. I just feel like that could be interesting. <laughs>
1: I mean, it could be, I mean, but yeah, I'm picking the Falcons, I'm, I'm sick with the whole team, so yeah, you're on your you're, you're all. low. i be wrong, yeah well, <laughs> yeah. well, look, like I said, it's a strange thing have happened this year in the NFL, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, AFC South, the Jaguars, they're now in the driver's seat with uh, well, well, I mean, you well, know, it's still gonna come out between them, and the Titans, regardless, next week, but uh, you'll sort of like you'll put a little bit of a cushion, you got the Jags and the Texans, say you start this one for us.
0: Uh, Love you, Smith, Texas. have been playing a whole lot better lately these last few weeks. He finally got his second win, uh, win of the season last week against uh, the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Yours surely picked Jacksonville in the preseason to make the playoffs via the wild card. And with this win and perhaps a win next week, they'll win the AFC South. Go figure. I'm going with the Jaguars. Enough said. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Christine? I am,
3: uh, gosh, do I want to pick Jacksonville or do I want to pick the potential home of Derek Carr next year?
5: Oh, geez. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: it's not out of the question for me to see him play with Houston. I know Lovie Smith would be happy about that. Um, but for this one, you know, Houston won last week too. It. Uh, so my original answer right now is Jacksonville. I wouldn't be surprised if Houston won, and I and I almost want to change it, but for now I'm sticking with my guts. Casey,
4: I think I'm going to take Jacksonville too. I I just don't I don't trust in the Texans with their record. Um, I'm taking Jacksonville.
1: Yeah, I'm taking Jacksonville. So yeah, a four way sweep here, yo, short and sweet. Okay. Uh, Okay, uh we could probably just, you know, you know go through this, but I'll very like in like two seconds. Uh Broncos and Chiefs, you know, a whole lot of turmoil. <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett's gone. So I think we all do it. let's do some we use it, okay? One, two, three. Jeez, Jeez. (laughs) there we go. And we did a perfect unit, so you gotta love that. So, uh, I gotta give the Broncos organization
3: credit, though. I thought that they were gonna wait till the end of the season to let him go, Nathaniel Hackett.
1: Yeah, I know. After a little, that little tussle went on, I guess, and then the sideline, if you saw it, uh, with uh, Russell Wilson kind of getting, I don't want to say he was getting yelled at, but he was getting on by a lot of his guys, and you know, Brett Ribbit to his credit, you know, try to kind of play peacemaker, but that didn't work, so that was a whole different thing, but uh, (laughs) yeah. Let's get right to it. Uh, AFC East, you got the Dolphins and the Patriots. You know, Dolphins, no Tua. You know, Teddy Bridgewater's back at the helm. Uh, the Patriots have had two heartbreaking losses in a row. Uh, Casey, start this one for us, please. I like the Dolphins. I got to go with
4: the Finns because uh, my boyfriend's a Dolphins fan, and I know that they're kind of on, like, their last string here. But I, I just feel like they could pull it out. They played well against Green Bay last week. Mm -hmm. Um, And until it kind of unraveled, they started off really strong. So I'm going to go with Miami.
0: Uh, Sid, I'm going opposite. I'm going with new England.
1: Uh, May I ask, may we ask why?
0: One, because I said so. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. but number, yeah, Besides that? Uh,
0: but number two, Teddy Bridgewater. I, I know he's a, a respectable backup, but uh, he's he doesn't have the same skill set as Tua Tungvalova does, despite Tua having a bad second half last week. So uh, I don't know how much Tyree Hill is going to get the ball. I don't know how much uh, Jalen Wall is going to receive the ball. And Miami has to lean heavily on that running game. I just don't trust it on the road against Bill Belichick, as we call him on this show, and his team. So i am going with New England.
3: Christine I'm going with sin and say new England every time. I mean, poor Tua has been concussed three times this season. Mm-hmm. So every time they don't have Tua at the helm, it just doesn't seem right. Like the offense, the, the line, it just doesn't seem to work. And again, what you said, Teddy Bridgewater, he was a great quarterback when he was with the Vikings and now he's a great backup. Um, But I don't think they're going to get it done this week. I think um. Bill Belichick and his team are looking for at least uh, one more win uh, b- before the season closes out. So I'm going with the Patriots.
1: Yeah, I've been back and forth on this, but I guess I'll pick the Patriots too because I, I just you know, yeah, you know, Bridgewater as good as he's been, I mean, you know, the you know, the Dolphins have been very inconsistent. Yeah, I know uh, Jerry, Ju- uh, not not Jerry Judy, but uh, I know uh, Tyree hill has you know, been you know pretty banged up too. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting though. But yeah, I'll pick the uh, the Patriots. But look, watch Teddy Bridgewater have like a career game so. <laughs> very much happen. All right. Uh, you got the uh, Colts and the Giants and uh, that's your, your buddy uh, Jeff Saturday, uh, Christy. <laughs> you know, uh, oh, you start this one. <laughs>
3: it's a short week for them. I, uh, gosh, I have more hope for Nick Foles. I feel so bad for him and you got to give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt because the poor dude hasn't been playing for the entire season And then all of a sudden it'd be like, okay, now you're playing. It's almost like you have to reteach yourself how to go back on the field and how to command the offensive line. And unfortunately, that just didn't work. The Giants, they have been surprising me this season, and I think we can see that continue. So I'm going to go with the Giants. I'm going
0: with the Giants as well.
1: Okay. Casey?
3: I am too. I am too. I just a couple of the Colts
4: players were just ruled out for this week and I just don't think they have it. Uh, I think they're going to be a little bit weaker. Uh, their cornerback Kenny Moore is out Their their tight end and their wide receiver.
1: So I'm going to go with New York. All right. I'll go with the giants too. Uh, saints and Eagles. Yeah. We don't know if Jalen hurts is going to start or not. Can we see Minshew again? I know the saints, uh, feel like they still got an outside shot. Uh, Sid, you start this one.
0: I think we all should do this in unison again. One, two, three, Eagles. Eagles.
1: <laughs> Eagles. 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 <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> Eagles. Yeah. Next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. This could very well end up being for the NFC itself, so, you know, whether we like it or not. <laughs> you got the Panthers and the Bucks. Gil Yo, Casey, you start this one for us.
4: Oh, this is tougher for me. I. I, I don't know. I think. <laughs> I feel like I've been picking the opposite of all of you guys. Um, I think I like the Bucks. I think that Tom Brady just is still gonna find a way.
5: All right.
3: I'm with Casey. I I've always said that too. He's gonna find mm-hmm. a way, one way or another. And I'm I'm going with Tampa Bay too. I know. Well, what they did say he's gonna say Carolina's. So
0: no, I, no, 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 no. No, you're not. No. no. I said them last week and that's what it's gonna stay. <laughs> this week I got Tampa Bay. I know they struggle against a bad Arizona team and they won it in overtime. I think they'll do just a little bit more and they sense that the only way they'll make the playoffs this is win that garbage in a- NFC South Division. So I'm going with Tampa Bay and they will put up twenty points.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking they'll probably play twenty or twenty one. So I'm thinking yeah. you know how the Bucks are yeah, the-, the Panthers, it was a nice story. You know, they'll 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 be ready, but I know you know Brady's gonna try to pull it out. You know, he always does. Um all right, you know, last of the noon games. You know, of course other than the Bears can we we'll- we'll- we'll pick up last as you know as we usually do excuse me but uh the browns and the commanders the commanders still have uh, a shot but they gotta win out in order to stick it to that wild card spot uh i'll i guess i'll i know uh <laughs> I, I can't i i can't i can't uh well <laughs> no because it's so confusing because you thought that maybe you know now you know they you know tiny you know, keys you know you know been benched and you know, now all this other oh Jesus, uh, do
3: I? Do? That's how I feel about Carson once too. Trust me. Uh, yeah, I, uh, know. I, 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 do, I know. Well, yeah,
1: I, I don't know. I really don't know. But uh, this could get a, this could be ugly. But I'll put the Commanders because they're at home. But I'm not very confident on that. Uh, Chrisy you uh, you're next.
3: Gosh, you know, ever since you know who has been back on the field, I've been going against um. I've been going against the Browns just because it's my own bias. I'm so I'm okay to admit that 100. But when it comes to this, I I don't like Carson Wentz. He doesn't have it. He never has. <laughs> um. So I'm going with logic, and unfortunately, I am reluctantly picking Cleveland. I don't like it, but I'm picking Cleveland.
0: I'm hopping yeah. on that bandwagon too, uh, Christine. I'm going with uh, the Browns just because of logic. Yeah, Casey.
4: You guys, I'm going on bias. I have to pick Cleveland. Sadly. Right. Because, okay. you know, I, I I want it for my family. They are Browns fans. So I I have to root for them for them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Look, the loyalty. You know, Cleveland. Yeah. Look, you know, the loyalty. Yeah. We
0: understand. we understand. We understand. I get it. I
1: get it. We totally get it. Uh okay. Three o'clock game. First up. You got the 49ers and the Raiders. Uh Jared Siddhams? You know, Derek Carr's gone, you know, might be going bye bye after this season, uh, the 49ers. So I think we can do this in unison, of course, unless you guys, you know, have to want to tell me something here. But uh, let's do this. One, <laughs> two, three. 49ers. 49ers. Yay. We got to do this. Yeah. So, I, gotta, go.
3: I feel so bad for Derek Carr, the way that the Raiders just shuffled him out like that. That's yeah. not okay at all. Like, It's okay to say, oh, we're just going to bed you for the rest of the season. But to say, okay, goodbye, you're gone. It's like, really? The guy was with you when your coach was crap. Because of whatever. And then you had players that were getting DUIs on the side. And he still had the team together. Mm-hmm. So I I think that's awful. I hope he ends up somewhere. Like, mm, I saw this yesterday. Chicago's an option. I kind of want that to happen. I can tell you why when we get there. But it's not a bad idea, actually. All right, Sid? Yeah. Uh-
0: Oh, yeah, we paid 49 or so, 49ers, yeah, we all paid 49 right? yeah, so. I was yeah. just
3: going off a tangent about poor Derek Carr. <laughs> <Hardy. laughs> <laughs> in other news, Brock Purdy got the Rookie of the Week award, so that's yeah. pretty
1: cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll get to all that in a second, but, uh, you know, first things first, you know, complete with the, the 3 o'clock games, you got the Jets and the Seahawks, both teams at seven eights. Both teams need this win to, you know, keep up in their playoff position. I'll I'll go first. I honestly, this could be ugly. This could get ugly real quick uh, on either side. This could be like one of those nine, six, you know, type of things. Mm. I'll pick the Seahawks, but again, I'm not very confident on that. So uh Sid, you go next. I'm going with Seattle
0: too. I think Mike White will be back at quarterback for the New York Jets, but I think it's too little too late.
1: Christine. I'd go with Seattle too. Casey. I'm with you guys. Yeah, Seattle. All right. Uh, an intriguing one here in the NFC North. This is the game of the week on CBS. They got the doubleheader this week. Uh, Vikings and the Packers. Casey, you start this one for us. Oh, man.
4: These are like two of my least favorite teams. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's all of us.
5: <laughs>
4: this is so tough. You know, when you get into the NFC North, gosh. Yeah. Um... I think I have to take the Vikings this week. They have a better record. I don't want Aaron Rodgers to win.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so that's
4: where I am yeah.
3: <laughs> Christine. You're not off
0: on that one, Casey.
3: <laughs> no, say, I'm the same way.
0: Yeah. So yeah, Casey and Christine, they'll go with the Vikings. The Vikings. I know yeah, Christine I know. doesn't like Kirk Cousins, but that's a whole nother show. <laughs>
3: oh, though if any vikings fans think that they're going to dominate green bay off the top they're a fourth quarter team so so don't expect anything big until the fourth quarter (laughs) that's true that's That's true the vikings have been
0: living on the edge this year i'm going with the vikings as well if they want an unofficial bye week next week to come to chicago not have any other starters play they'll be motivated this week to get it done in green bay so i'm going with minnesota in a close one
1: yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be a close one too. A going out to our like their first meeting, but yeah, I think the Vikings will probably win out. Like, and they might still they might sit their guys uh, next week. So you know, who mm-hmm. knows? Especially if, if the Eagles hit up because they only got to win one of their next two to, yeah. to uh, for that number one seed. So they might not have nothing to play for. I'm talking about the Vikings next week. So we'll see. Uh, Rams and Chargers. will be the this is the other game that's going to be on CBS, but most only people like out out west are going to be getting this game. But uh, Vikings, I mean, yeah. R- Chargers, as they host the Rams, Chargers already uh, clinched a playoff berth. They can, they can kind of improve their scene a little bit. So, uh, Christine, you start this one for us.
3: Now, it's a home game for both of them, technically, which is hilarious. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but I think that we're kind of seeing the rebirth of Baker Mayfield. I don't know why, but I feel pretty confident about the Rams, so I'm going to say the Rams.
0: I'm going with the Chargers.
3: I'm also going
4: with the Chargers. I'm with you, said. Oh boy, am I gonna be the lone wolf? Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, Chrissy. Yeah, but I've seen the Chargers too. I mean, it'll be close though because these two teams are essentially like you know they're playing the same you know whole field. But right. it'll be just to see who uh who will have more fans, I guess. But you know maybe maybe <laughs> but, not. but uh, I guess yeah, I
3: just root for Baker Mayfield. That's another poor guy that just got the short end of the stick.
5: And, yeah, you
3: know I know there's a lot of injuries for the Rams. Cooper Cup. I, I can go on about that kind of stuff, but I I just like that Baker Mayfield's having a little bit of rebirth at the moment.
1: Right. No, so it it'll should be, it'll, it'll be an interesting uh, game, too, nonetheless. He got uh, – okay, now this game was flexed into the Sunday night uh, schedule <laughs> uh, for NBC. If you're NBC, you're actually pretty gl- glad this happened. But uh, Steelers and Ravens, the Steelers are suddenly back in it. you know, in the AFC <laughs> wild card chase. Uh, uh sydney you start this one for us
0: uh no analysis for me i'm going with baltimore
1: yeah baltimore
3: for sure ravens yep baltimore
1: yeah i know i know armar jackson i think you know he still might be out but yeah i think they were able, the seals were able to wave that wave from a franklin harris and you know what happened with him but yeah i think the ravens is their chance to try to improve everything. So they, they need to you know keep up you know Within a striking distance too so it'll be interesting to go speaking of you'll try to continue to to try keep up with a really good Monday night game yeah I'm sure ESPN you'll be happy with this one uh Bills and Bengals uh Christine you start this one for us uh you know my my
3: guy Joe Burrow hasn't had the best season this year but he's had a great second half um I just think Buffalo was a little bit more consistent. Um, they somehow made it out of Chicago when it snowed a lot so that's good for them and they're back now um, but'm I'm, I'm gonna go with Buffalo.
4: Yeah, I'm with you guys on on that. I'm with you Christine. I, I think the bills could are a Super Bowl contending team. I think it's I think it's the bills all the way
5: mm-hmm.
1: I think having Lyle Collins out, I think that's that look, that was like the one like decent O lineman that they had on the Bengals. So that could be something to look out for. Yeah, I think that Ray going to be, you know, coming for that, that, weakness that, that, that side of the O line. So yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm picking the Bills. I think they need to win this game, you know, to keep play, pace with the chart, uh, with the Chiefs, I should say, for that number one seed. So I'm picking the Bills. Sid? Oh no, I think I think Sid froze on us. Uh, Sid, oh yeah, we uh, lost Sid. Oh yeah, yeah, I think we yeah, I know he's been having trouble with some of his uh <laughs> some <laughs> of uh, his audio there. Yeah, the uh, plug plug your yourself back in there, uh Sid. But yeah, our our guy Lamont, he's picking the Cincinnati. So uh well again yeah, look yo, look we'll see what happens there. But uh as you know, Sid tries to reconnect, I know he's been having trouble with his uh his wi fi. But yeah, here he is. I think do we have to Sid? See.
0: Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> I guess we'll leave the black screen alone. Oh, <laughs> uh, what game are we on? Bills and Bengals.
1: Bills and Bengals. Yep.
0: Yeah, I'm going with Buffalo, especially what they did to the what they did to the Bears in Chicago last week. I know yeah. you mentioned Christine. The uh, the Bengals have had a great second half, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'm going with the, the Bills in a close one on the road. Don't be surprised if they win it by a last second field goal.
1: Yeah, should be a fun one here. Now, last but not least, we got the uh, Bears and the Lions. Uh, okay, uh,
0: Lions I are mean, favored by six.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a lot. Six. Oh, okay, that that's yeah. a, that that yeah that that's a lot there. But uh, yeah, I know I know I said last week take the Bears in the under. Of course, that didn't turn out very well for me. But I'm a little more confident this time. I think the Lions will win, but I would say the Bears will cover. I think the Bears will keep it close, but I think the Lions are, will. You know, they'll, they'll kick it up like I did. You know, that the first week that they had, so I'm picking the Lions, but in a close one.
0: The, I'm going the, with Detroit. I'm not cheering for them, but I'm picking them to win.
4: Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I I, I do think they could keep it close for sure, uh, but if we want to keep tanking, let's just let's just let them have it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> cut, cut the losses, right? Cut your losses, go home, Lions.
5: <laughs>
1: All right, and those are your picks for NFL Week 17. This is the second season sports. Unsports on Chicago, Lakeena McGee, Teddy Brown, our girl, KXRB's Christine Manica, and also our other girl, Casey Stenhower from uh, CHGO. So, um, okay, so uh, Christine, I wanted to you know, t- get your thoughts on uh the Andrew Benedictine uh, signing uh for the White Sox. As we get, did we get a chance to get your thoughts you know, a couple weeks ago?
3: Well, we, we, we all know how the White Sox are when it comes to, to big players and, and whatnot. Um, we saw the same thing with Aaron Judge when they were like, oh, hey, he's in San Francisco. What's he doing over here? And it ended up being nothing. So we'll see what happens. The White Sox have that money to, to do something for sure. Um, It, it just depends. I, I like to think of it this way. When a player goes to an organization – They can't see themselves not only with the team, but within the city, within, within the state to see if they can really embrace themselves in that culture. So I hope it goes well. I hope that they can get a ringer like him, but we'll have to see. Yeah, the yep.
1: Carlos Correa thing is interesting because apparently yeah. same mm-hmm. thing, you know, with the Mets, you know, some stuff came up and they may not sign him. So, do you guys think? If you guys could answer this, but do you guys think that? Well, of course, the Cubs are probably are probably out now too, since so they, you know, they gave uh, Swanson that uh, that nice little check. But do you think the White Sox might have a shot? Perhaps, you know, trying to get Correa. I
0: don't want near the White Sox. Sorry.
4: <laughs> 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 move, you know, like maybe it's not the move. Like I, I just think that they might not need i mean they need him or someone like him but
3: maybe not Korea. that
0: makes more sense
3: (laughs) yeah christine yeah i mean i think i'm with you said no just just no it's past that time no
0: I wanted, uh, I wanted to ask uh, Casey, since we have a few more minutes left with her, I know you guys at CHG have been uh, going out to these tailgates for the Bears game. Mm-hmm. You guys were out there uh, for the White Sox. I'll, I'll give you a couple of suggestions in just a moment, but uh, I know you guys had an event um, with the Bulls a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. when the Knick, New York Knicks were in town. Tell us your experiences of working those events, uh, uh, meeting the fans and, uh, and meeting your, your supporters as yeah. you guys continue oh. to grow.
4: It's so awesome, Sid. It's so cool to see everybody come out for those tailgates, even in the cold weather. We did end Mm -hmm. up canceling the tailgate we were going to have for the Eagles game because it was too damn cold. Like, it was just (laughs) great. Yeah, I would (laughs) think so. Yeah, tailgating. There were still true Bears fans out there, true Chicago guys tailgating. So it's great to meet the fans. It's really cool to see people come from – all over to meet these guys to say hi to Adam ho to say hi to Nick mm-hmm. to say hi to Brags Carm all these guys that work with us um it, it kind of puts it in perspective again for me it's kind of like wow we are making a difference here we are cuz when you're in the grind of the day to day of it you're like is this working i don't even know if this is working right. are we even are we even as well known as you know like a bar stool or whatever but it's like for our niche market and our fans, this is huge. And and they look forward to these events that we're holding and they look forward to having some face time with these guys. And I know our team loves meeting the fans. Like even if they're, even if a bulls fan comes to meet, you know, Matt Peck or somebody else, and we just all connect in that way. And it's been so great to see the turnout. Um, and see those events continue to grow. The Bulls take over, I was not at. I had a family event that I had to attend to. So, um, but I heard that was a blast too even though the Bulls lost that game as well. Um, It's just a good opportunity for people to come together and kind of be diehards together, you know and just be around like-minded fans.
0: Okay. We'll have this uh, show recorded, uh, recorded, but I'm going to give you a, a couple of dates to help you guys out with the White Sox tailgate. Okay. Uh, mo- yes, yeah, Mother's Day weekend, I believe it's the 13th through the 15th. That's uh, the Houston Astros come to town. That's Jose Abreu's return to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, yeah, June 23rd through the 25th, the Red Sox will visit, uh, visit the South Side. And, of course, July 25th, uh, Cubs and Sox on the South Side. Uh, you guys can um, uh, consider that date there, and yeah. of course that weekend, July twenty eighth through the thirtieth, your, your hometown team, Cleveland, comes to town. So, just yes. <laughs> to give you guys a couple of suggested dates to come to the South Side.
4: Yeah, I love, I love when that when the Sox because usually my dad comes into town when the Sox play the uh the Guardians, so it's it's mm-hmm. really fun to to have that yeah. matchup, and I think we'll do a lot more of those White Sox tailgates because they have the best lot to tailgate in you yes know, the they cubs, do
3: right you they can't do. really yeah.
4: tailgate as well for a cubs game
3: you know, well why would game. you
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: oh okay you say, cliche, say. Say. <laughs>
4: I, I feel you you know we are at a north side household up here but i i did go with herb lawrence and john anderson for opening day yeah, this past year with the Cub or I'm sorry with the Sox and the fans were so nice. And I don't know if it was because it was the early in the season and nothing happened yet, but everybody was so welcoming and fun and they were willing to be in our video that we did and they offered us, you know,
3: brats and beer. Yeah. And it was a good atmosphere. Oh, I, yeah. I was Sean's there a great oh, guy too. I was going to say, Sean's a great guy. I went to college with him. So we would talk White Sox all the time. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'll tell him you said hello. Yeah, please do.
0: Yeah. I I was there on opening day. I missed you guys, uh, Casey, but the one, I'll guarantee you this one of the reasons why the Sox fans were happy because remember it was, it was near 70 degrees on opening day. We did. Nice. We rarely get that yeah. around here on opening day in April.
4: Perfect day. That's so true. And my boyfriend's not home right now, but he gets so mad every time I say that the food at the Sox Stadium is so much better.
0: Yes, it is. It
4: is, (laughs) and he gets so offended. I'm like, why do you, why do you covet it? it, it Food, you know, like, and it's just, it's just better. There's more options. It's more fun. It's just. I got to go back for those churros. I love those churros. <laughs> oh,
1: they're yeah, the churros. Oh, yeah, those are really good, the churros. <laughs> All yeah. right, so uh, real, you know, real quick before we uh, – you know, because we got you know, a couple more minutes, and we're up against it. But uh, college football, football playoff, you know, who do you guys have? Notre Dame. Notre Dame.
3: <laughs> well, that's going on in like a half an hour, so that's why I'm saying Notre Damn. Dame. But...
4: <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> well, I'm looking at the two games for tomorrow, and I, I think – I think TCU is going to put up a fight. I really do um, against Michigan. And I, and I, I have a bad feeling that my Buckeyes are not going to be able to get it done against Georgia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at on those two games. I don't know about you guys. Christine.
3: You know, I think it's going to be good either way because Clemson isn't in it. Bama isn't in it. So this is just an open season for everybody right now. I, it would be great <laughs> if michigan can pull it out i think that would be awesome but i think in the end Georgia is going to take it all i just got that gut feeling that it's all georgia
1: should be oh you know, you'll say these two should be, should be some really good uh games you know, coming up uh tomorrow you've got of course you got you know some of the games going on tonight of course you got the orange bowl tennessee and clemson that's gonna that should be a fun one uh tonight uh a lot of the New Year's Six bowl games should be really good too. So yeah, this is kind of you know around the time when I got the Sun bowl, Sun bowl going on right now. You know I got you know UCLA and Purdue. I mean that that's you know Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh I should say. I think UCLA is up right now. So uh, yeah, this that should be a fun one going on right now. So this is going, this is kind of time of year where we get all the bowl games going. So this is like my favorite time of year. Uh, and sports now we, as we close 2022 what was your favorite sports you know highlight moment if you can find one especially it could be a national thing too since we don't have it. <laughs> it could be a national one too since we didn't, really didn't have one here in chicago not that much is here by chicago this year so uh casey i'll start with you your favorite sports moment for 2022
4: can it, does it have to be like a good moment? Because I think there were some funny moments, too. No, no, no. Any, yeah, any moment no, you no, Two moments stand out for me in Chicago baseball. We got David Ross giving the double birds. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I remember. <laughs> that was hilarious. And sadly, um, I shouldn't – it's not really to make fun of, but it was more of a shocking thing, you know, just having um, our White Sox manager fall asleep in the dugout. <laughs> mm,
1: yeah, that was that was you yeah, know, a little lot bit of that, I'm
4: like, I feel bad for him. I know he's going through it, um, and I yeah. and I do feel bad for him. But I just imagine myself like falling asleep, not only at work but at work on camera. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's <laughs> that's just a moment, you know.
1: What a moment!
3: <laughs> what a moment, Christine. I'm trying. Oh my gosh. I think, okay, so my my fiancé, he's a big FIFA World Cup guy. So, ah. like, this past couple of months, this was, like, his Super Bowl for him. And I think the best games besides um, Argentina and France, that was phenomenal in itself. Before the final, um, I think the best game was um, Argentina and the Netherlands. Yeah. That was crazy intense and again it's it's the netherlands like you would never think that they would come down to a shootout in that game um so that those were the two moments i think that stick out in my mind
0: sid uh just quickly um i'll I'll say Justin feels the emergence of him this year hopefully the bears and the upper management can give him some help this all season for free agency and draft uh, they the Bears need an old line. They need a defensive line, i.e., a pass rush. I think they'll get those in the draft. But just seeing the emergence of Justin Fields is is a uh, uh, positive story for me this year in sports, mm-hmm. locally
1: anyway. Uh you know what? I'll you know, I'll Dusty Baker finally getting his ring. Well, on the manager as a manager, I know he already has mm-hmm. one as a uh, as a, a player. But uh yeah, finally getting you know seeing all the bench coaches and some of the players. You know, you know. You, know, you gather up on him. That was a really cool moment. Also, too, Georgia finally winning their uh, national championship after 40 years, and they'll probably you know going back to back. So we don't know, but yeah, you know, we'll, we'll find out that out to another couple of weeks. But yeah, those are kind of like my two like best uh, moments in sports for 2022. So do you guys really quick though? Do you guys have any like any predictions or any wishes for 2023? You know, for sports, you know whether it's local or otherwise. Hmm. I, I hope the White Sox can get their act together.
0: <laughs> Amen.
3: Yeah. I, am. I would really Casey, like. To what about
4: see, you? I would love to see the Blackhawks continue to to grow. I know that it's gonna it's not going to be four twenty three, but to see them develop and and make the most of of their tank in order to get back to uh, a championship caliber hockey team, I would love to see that continue to develop. That's kind of a I guess a short-term goal, long-term goal, I guess. Well, yeah, we'll go into a long-term
0: goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh for me, hopefully the Bulls can get this situation turned around and, uh, and hope for a miracle that Lonzo Ball uh, returns to play this year because it was fun watching the Bulls in the playoffs last season. Mm-hmm. Hope we can get that uh, this year. And I'm with you, Christine, as our White Sox solidarity. Uh Anyway, <laughs> they can't prefer them to win the AL Central, but – Get the White Sox back in the playoffs. I know the organization's not saying that out loud, but I am. I expect you to be in the playoffs league again this year. Oh. I've been missing <laughs> it out last year.
4: I think Lamont <laughs> said it, yes. He said he just wants all Chicago management to make better decisions.
0: Yeah, we agree. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
4: Yeah, also.
3: I don't yeah, know which one he's <laughs> aiming at more to, towards though, the McCaskies or Jerry? You all know? probably all of them. Probably <laughs> all, of them. all of them. Probably yeah, all of
1: them. I think yeah, I think that's probably where. Yeah, I think the same thing. you know, like, like I'm picking back off of Lamont said. I mean, just show us the progression with all you know, all the Chicago sports teams. I know that uh, the Sky. I, I mean. I know Candace Parker is back, but we don't know who else is going to be back with her. That that's another. That's kind of like the number one question there. And mm-hmm. in that front, um, yeah, I, I mean look, the Bulls. I, I'm sure they'll get it together. I said on a um, um, on our, our buddy, uh, you, know, t- you know, you, know, you know, Titus and and uh, Arturo. I mean, you know, on their on their show on V103. I said, look, I'm sure the the Bulls will get it together. I'm sure. We'll see how mm-hmm. the Bears do with you know new resort with new more resource, especially they hire if they hire Kevin Warren, um, the Sox and the Cubs. I mean, it just shows some progression. Like, and you know, Blackhawks like you said, Casey. I still watch Blackhawks games. I know it's a little it's a little bit of a chore right now, but it's hard right now. But but you yeah. know, it, it's it's it, it's it's I'm sure they'll get to the glory too to the finish line. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else said
0: before uh, we dispersed? Just real quick, as we close out. Of course, we'd like to thank Casey Stanahart from CHGO. Uh, she mm-hmm. says so- sports uh, social media uh, maven over Yay. there. Uh, congratulations on all your success. Thank much your continued success. Of course, Christine Manica. Uh, thank you so much for joining us again this year. We're not done with done with you yet either, young lady. You'll be back with no, us no. in twenty twenty three. We'd <laughs> like to thank all, uh, we'd like to thank all of our guests that we had on this year. Uh, on Second City Sports uh, to all of our listeners and, and Are viewers. Are we last
4: show of the year? Yes, it is. Yeah, um, for
1: the year. Yeah, we'll be back we'll next be, year, so we we'll ain't back, going we're back, anywhere. Yeah. we're not going yeah, anywhere Yeah, we ain't yeah. going anywhere, but oh. we
0: like to thank our listeners and viewers, uh, 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 especially on our podcast at, uh, at War on Anger, part of the War Media Network, of course, here on Sports on Chicago with Sean Sierra and Maya Kai heading uh, the operations. Thank them on one and all for having us do our sports show live because as we mentioned during the top of this um broadcast casey when we had you on we were just doing it exclusively on podcast now we're back doing live shows is great so interacting uh with the fans as you guys yep. know at CHGO uh it's nothing like that's why we do this so we interact mm-hmm. with the fans so we love you guys and we we, we continue uh to do this we could we expect you to, to continue to support yeah. us in 2023. We're looking for new viewers and listeners as well. So hop on board we're just getting started.
1: Yeah, remember Love also. You. Yeah, now we're, we're also on Roku TV. So if you have a Roku right. TV app, you know whether it's on your smart TV or on your phone, or, you know, whatever you have, you know you can listen to our show, watch our show. Also, mm-hmm. Sean and Maya, the Smoke Fellas, what's up, Cuz? Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll be even bigger and better uh, for 2023. that yep. and, and with that said, you can follow me at Keenan McGee on the Twitter and at Scrum again on the IG. You
0: can follow your truly on the Twitter and the IG at CK80. Once again, it's CK80. That's SIDKID80. SIDKID80. Chrisir- Christine. Ooh, good. I'm glad the year's over. <laughs> Christine, the regular <laughs> lovely people follow you.
1: It's a time twister.
0: I know. Time
3: twister. Uh, they can follow me at CManica underscore KXRB.
0: And, Casey, where can people follow you on social media? It's just
3: my full name, at Casey
4: Standahar on Twitter, and I'm at Casey Stando, without the H-A-R on the end, (laughs) on Instagram.
1: All right. So, uh, yeah, again, thank you guys so much for watching us listen to us all year long. All to mm-hmm. our wonderful guests as our, our, you know, our two lovely uh friends here you know, with Christine and Casey here and, uh, to also uh, uh, Lamont Scott, to all of our listeners. Uh thank you, mm-hmm. uh, Lamont. You know, continue to support us in 2023. Tell well.
0: everybody, you know, about us.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, we don't ask for the, much, but yeah, yeah. Well, so, yeah, especially if you're on the Roku TV, you know, if you got, you know, mm-hmm. if you know anybody that has Roku on their, uh, on their, their, the Roku TV uh, app, you know, as you know, whatever, like, like I said, anytime you want, you want to just go on Roku television, whether you have the uh, the app on the phone, you know, your, uh, your Chromebook, you know, PC, you know, whatever you got, you know, it's all right there. Just, you know, listen to us, watch us whenever you like.
0: All right. So for our guests, Christine, Casey, and all of our viewers and listeners, please have a safe and healthy new year. We'll see you in 2023. Lakina, take us home.
1: All right, like Sid said, yo, know, please don't go too crazy. I know it's gonna be a little bit warmer here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in most most of the country. But yeah, don't go too crazy, folks. Please. Uh if you're if you're gonna drink, you know, don't drive. You got ride share and you know, public transit, mm-hmm. you know, use it. You know, they're gonna have you know free public transit rides, use them, please. And also, yeah, have a great start to 2023. You live this has been Second City Sports on Sports on Chicago. You have a safe and happy new year, and we'll see you Wednesday.
0: Love, peace, and hair. See you in 2023.
1: Holla! <laughs> ah, nice to meet you.